and welcome to the Griefed Podcast, episode number 58. I'm your host this week, Tiggs, and with me, as always, the little boy blue to my man on the moon, Alex Kovios. And the cats in the cradle. <laughs> the cats in the cradle. You know how long it Hi. took me to remember the name of that fucking song right now? Uh, what is the actual name of that song? It's called Cats in the Cradle. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that like Harry Chapin yep. or something? Yes, yep. you are 100% right. Wow. I... Well done. That's... That was impressive. Don't shouldn't know that, but, they, but that's a song that like everyone knows, but no one knows anything about. Right, you, everyone like you know the Cat Stevens version. Oh yeah, because everyone knows it, but that's about it. But it's yeah, it's it's bigger. It's bigger than that. This song goes all the way to the vice president. Oh my god, oh my <laughs> god, Mr. Vice President, what's going on right now? You're all this have silver spoons. Oh Jesus Christ, he's gone mad. We have to take him out. <laughs> Bow before Biden. <laughs> Topical. I didn't expect us to ever get there. Yeah. Well done. How's it going, Alex? It's going all right. Yeah. I'm doing well. Yeah. Have you? Have you? So have you recovered from PAX yet? I have. I've recovered from PAX. I've yeah. just playing a lot of games. Nice. No. Oh <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wouldn't you know it? All right. Well, then let's just get right into it. What are you even playing? I want to jump into it. Um. So God, where? Does one start? Start at the beginning. I, no, start, start at the, the end. No, start at the middle. Okay, I'll start at the middle. It's a very good place to start, right? Mm-hmm. With Do Re Mi. If you're David Lynch, yeah, this is great. Uh, yeah, this is the um, this is the part where the bunnies know. will start. <laughs> and then Naomi Watts Na- is a bunny. Naomi Watts, yeah. Laura Dern's there Laura with Dern. the tricep tops. Jeremy Irons is doing something. You're just like Simon Hans Gruber. <laughs> Jeremy's iron. Uh, <laughs> Um, hey Tiggs, what do you think of the Uncharted series? It's pretty good, right? Yeah, I'm sure it's pretty good. Yeah, you know what would make it better? What would make it better? Being a collectible card game. What? Wait, what? Yeah. No. Yeah, Wait. I played it. I played it. I like... played Uncharted Fight for Fortune. Why did I do that? Yeah. I'll tell you why, Tiggs. Okay. Um, so you know that this month there was the uh, promotion on PSN to spend every $50 you get $10? Yeah. I realized that I was at about $80. Oh, God. So I bought a lot of crap. Oh, shit. And guess what? What? I, I, I played a little bit of it all. All right. And um, so this, this Uncharted game. Yeah. It's, it's a collectible card game. So this is... Holy crap. All right. Um, I don't even know who it's developed by. Um, what is it called again? A Founder's Fortune? What is this? No, Fight for Fortune. Fight for Fortune. Are, are you fighting? Yeah, for Fortune. And fame. <laughs> And fame and glory, yeah. And the the man like, DVD copies of the movie Fame, not the new one, the old one. Oh, thank God, that's and, worth oh, it then. Oh uh, God, no. I didn't see the new Fame, did you? No, no, I didn't. I don't know anyone that did. Did you um, see the old Fame? So, I mean, yeah, it's like fucking like magic cards. It's by Bend. Okay, so the same people that did um, Golden Abyss and oh, won okay. the games. I don't know who they are. Maybe they actually did the heavy lifting on it. I don't know. Um, but so it's got like multiplayer fighting card battles. You get expansion packs. Like the one you buy it, I think it's all just um, maybe Uncharted 1 and Golden Abyss because there's two expansions for Uncharted 2 and Uncharted 3. Okay. And I guess if you have um, trophies for um, certain things in Golden Abyss, it makes cards more powerful. Oh. Uh, um, so I guess that's I guess that's neat, but you just square off against um, 
characters in Uncharted. And um, the funny thing is you start off the training thing is against Donut Drake. Oh, that's awesome. The version of Nathan Drake that's just really fat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, that's the thing. It's a multiplayer skin that you can use. That's it's great. Donut Drake. Do they also have Drake wearing a subway hat? <laughs> no. Oh, that would have been great. If like if you could have just put a subway hat on every single character that you had in that game. Um, it's five bucks on, on yeah, that's PSN. Expensive. It's kind of expensive for, you know, I can kind of see this being a free-to-play thing. Yeah, that's what I expected uh, it to be. And, like, I expected it to be free-to-play and you could buy expansions. Or you, you could buy can packs of cards. Buy oh, I'm sure you can. Worry, you can still buy expansions. <laughs> oh, thank God. Um, oh, I was worried there for a second, so, Alex. I didn't know if I could just randomly spend my money oh, in this no, game. You, can, you could spend more money in this. Oh, uh, thank God. It like $8, I think. But, you know, I got it on the cheap. Uh, <laughs> So you pick characters, uh, <laughs> heroes, villains, and like some. There's like three classes of characters I think that you can draw cards from, um, and then like other cards buff that. Um, it, and I'll be honest, end of the day, it's just kind of a collectible card game. Okay. Um, you put cards against humanity. Um, against humanity, yep. No, there's like five slots, um, and you play cards against, uh, like you know, if a player has. As a card in that slot, you'll play one against it to to block. Um, okay. So it's not so it's, so it's not like a Magic the Gathering where you kind of have like a whole bunch of things and you get to choose what's going on, or is it just like one on one? No, there's up to five. You can have up to five cards going. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, heroes, villains, and mercs. Oh, Those mercs. Three categories that people fall into in life. Uh, yeah. And so like mana, um, you've got fortune. Like it's got the little uh, treasure chest icon from uh uncharted okay um so what the fuck is your mana is it is it coins what's going on here yeah, it's, it's fortune it's your fortunes it's your treasures so you're just like you're paying people to fight for you yeah but they're like uncharted characters <laughs> so, and then you pick so does drake ever kill sully yeah yeah drake's i, I killed elena last night oh shit it was weird. It was awkward for us because they were like engaged or something. In yeah, Uncharted. Not anymore. No, she's, she's dead. dead. No, I killed. Char- I killed Nathan Drake first though, so they're both dead. Oh shit! So you are so you're saying that this is canonical? This card game is canonical. Absolutely. Every single battle that you have in this game is canonical with the Uncharted fiction. Yeah. Pretty shit. Much. Uh, awesome. And there's resource cards that just buff your cards with like extra stuff. Um, so this is like Uncharted Infinite. Yes. Okay. This is exactly what I'm trying to say. Uh, it's it's okay. It's not offensive. Okay. Um, if you like collectible card games and Uncharted, maybe uh, why not? But is it is it just like an overpower card game for the most part, or, or just? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so are you are you like casting spells? Are there interrupts? Oh no, it's not that. No, it's okay. not that complicated at all. Okay, you pretty much take turns. Right. Okay. So it seems it seems like like it's a really overpower. Yeah. Okay. Well, interesting. Oh, but it's fine. It's- yeah. Nothing special about it. Okay. But you know what? Let's turn... I know, sure, Uncharted's kind of an old game to be be checking some down on the Vita. Yeah, let's, let's fight the fortune. Back. What's next? No, <laughs> fight the future. Uh, no, we're going to go further back to gold 1992. Oh, shit. Alien Breed, the PSN version, Vita version, the new one that just came out last week. Alien uh, Breed Vita. Yep. <sighs> um... Again, Alex, why, all right, Alex. Why did I buy all these hold games? on, Alex, Alex, don't Alex. Yeah. Alex, I don't want to. I don't want to know why you bought this game. I want to know why you do this to yourself sometimes. What? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you? Oh God. 
What have I become? Alex, this isn't a podcast anymore. This is an, an invention. invention. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 all right. So Alien Breed uh, Vita. So I never actually played Alien uh, Breed on PS1 or anything. I mean, it's it's old. Is it older than that? It's old, right? Is it? I mean, you said ninety two. I don't know what. I thought it, it was ninety two. I'm not sure what. I, I actually I remember when there was an Alien Breed Alien, recently on PC, Alien wasn't there? Two. Yeah, Alien Breed two. I played that because I got it for free during a Steam like. Um, or is it a bundle? Something. I don't know. But yeah, I played Alien Breed two. But top down shooter. Um, okay. Yeah, it's 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 okay. Is it it's tough? Kind of slow. Okay. It's not that tough. It's kind of annoying. Like like the the aliens, which look a lot like xenomorphs, um, as they do, th- as as they tend to do. Um, they uh they just respawn out of like cracks in the ground, just like nonstop. Oh, that sucks. It's kind of annoying. Um, yeah, I would say I don't really remember much. Of- oh, it was on the Amiga. Oh shit! Okay, wow. And DOS. <laughs> of course. Apple two. So, no. Uh. Actually, no, nope, not Apple II. Sorry. Fuck it. Um, but yeah, so um, it's okay. Um, it's pretty good. Um, it's like it's it's I guess it's alright. It's ten bucks. It's just kind of steep. Wow, that's um, expensive. but it's got online uh, co-op. That's cool. How how does it play in the Vita? It's dual joystick. Okay, so it is dual. Jo- okay. But they put like um a special edition, and they put like all these different um like new levels and stuff. Like they put like a horde mode, I think, or survival mode in. Okay. So oh, they cool. added a bunch of stuff. Um, it's got touch menus, so that's worth the price of mission right there. There you go. Um, it doesn't look very good, uh, as one could imagine, a Amiga game, um, right. but onto uh, a, a new uh, console, you know, anything. Yeah. yeah. I would look. Yeah, so it's it's uh, it's uh, All right. I don't know. I did. I should have bought a game I wanted. I was gonna buy the third birthday. Oh, the new third birthday. No, well, no, the uh, the the Parasite Eve three type thing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I th- I, I thought I don't know why I thought you said Corpse Party instead of Third Birthday, but you get you get the correlation there. I do. Uh, but no, Third Birthday is actually pretty good. I enjoyed that. I don't know why I didn't do that. Yeah, probably should have been said buying those two games. Whatever. Well, what else did you play? Anything? Anything that you that you don't regret? Uh, Persona 2 Innocent Sin. Hey, I played some of this too. What do you think? Really? It's hard to go back, isn't it? Yeah, it's super hard to it's go back. It's hard as fuck to go back, isn't it? Yeah. Um, this one is probably even... I don't think I even finished this one back in the day. I know I finished no. Persona 1. I, de- I didn't um, finish Persona 1 or 2. I, didn't... I played the shit out of uh, Persona 1 at first. God, I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Uh, I didn't get into Persona 1 until, like, wait, is... until, until 4 was almost coming out and I had just gotten 3. Not Innocence. Which the one that was just released in the U.S. for the first time? Innocence Sin was the was the first time I thought. Then oh no, isn't it Eternal something or other? Yeah, Eternal Sadness. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds about right, right? But yeah, um, it, this is unlike the other ones. Eternal Punishment. Uh, this is just a PS One classic. They didn't. There's no, no... This, that one. But but Innocence Sin isn't that just a that's a PSP one. No, Eternal Punishments the, is the PSP one, and oh, Innocent that. Sin is the is the one that's just a PS1 classic. I don't know, man. It's all blurring together. Um, the most yeah. recent one that's come out um, is... Uh, oh, wait, you're right. I am totally oh, okay. fucking wrong. Oof, e- yeah. Eternal... What did I say it was? Eternal something? Punishment. Eternal Punishment. That's the one that is just a PS1 classic that's come out soon. That's the one that I played. Uh, yeah, Innocent Sin. Okay, let's compare and contrast. Okay. Um, so this one, you're playing, like, a cool guy who's going to this, uh, guess what, a private school. 
Really? Uh, like, um, in somewhere in, 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 in like the Japan, uh, like suburban Japan, like like one is want to do in a Persona game. <laughs> um, and uh, it's still got like the Joker game type stuff from the early ones. Um, where like cause that that one has it too, right? It's the Joker stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like you like you summon the Joker and he gives you a gift or, or, or a wish, but like the Joker's evil. Yeah, the Joker is currently like a serial murderer in my thing, and and the I've I am a writer at a magazine, and I just got a note from the Joker that says you're next. Oh no! Yeah, I see. I'm just like a bad boy with like my hot American girlfriend. Oh, and I'm, like I'm a, mag- uh, I'm a depressed magazine writer. <laughs> oh, so I'm just like a hot dude that everyone likes. Nope, no one, nobody. My boss hates me. Uh, oh really? Yep, most, oh, because no, everyone just like wants to be me. Nope, no one in this game wants to be me. Oh man, wow. except for one person. One person is just like, oh my god, you're so awesome, and I'm just uh, like silent. Um, yeah. So Joker just like. We're just like one day, uh, we're just like, hey, Joker, come out and play. And then Fuck. he shows up. And, um, Is that not what it was? No? All right. Yeah, it wasn't. But uh, <laughs> no, it was close. No, it was okay. Um, this one, I've only went through like the first few hours, and I think I fought like twice. Okay. Yeah, I haven't um, even gone through that much of this. Of... And there's like a lot of like weird, like, does yours have like, um, like going through the school? Was it like, um, the voice, like not not the voice. Uh, the sound effects of the footsteps are so loud in this one. It's like clack 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 clack. Like that's kind all you. Of, but it's. Not, I don't think it's as bad as Innocent Sin. Uh, I, I think that. I mean, I think Innocent Innocent Sin is worse. Uh, yeah, probably. It's been a while since I played Innocent Sin. I have so now I have every single Persona game on yeah, me my too. Vita. They, they actually had um last week they had a half off sale. I I had everything except for this most recent. Oh, nice. Um. But yeah, so I played the first few hours. It's okay. Um, yeah. I might go back to it every now and then when I'm bored. But um, I would rather go back to Persona 4. I'd rather, yeah, just keep playing Persona 4 and Persona 3. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, these, these are good games, but they are such products of their time that, like, playing them now. And they haven't changed Absolutely. the systems, and it's good, because these these should sort of be preserved as they were. Because you, oh, totally. you don't want to bastardize the system, but... I mean, it's it's definitely they're old see, games. It's inter- interesting to see the lineage yeah. to like keep seeing like okay, guess what? There's gonna be bad J-pop with rap in it God, over like so a CG cutscene. So bad. Uh, but that's like even lower res, and it's just it's it's amazing. Totally, like, I still yeah. love the music. Like um, there was one song that was like had like a dance beat with meowing that was like that was <laughs> the hotness. <laughs> Yeah, that's literally what I was like. I was like <laughs> that's and I was like All right, I gotta find this song. <laughs> I'm sure. I think I actually have all the Persona soundtracks. Um, but, but yeah, it's um, it's fine. It's good. It's just yeah. it's it's interesting to go back. Um, I don't think that it's probably worth the fifty out like all the fifty hours. Right. For just kind of every Persona game is super long. Yeah, they're not really. There's <laughs> there's not much of a point in buying like all like six games when in you one. can get four. When you can just get Persona four. Yeah, and I mean, or I mean, they're all. Uh, it's kind They're of like all good being, in their own right. But when like, you think about like the the Final Fantasy games, right? Oh yeah. Like you could you could tell someone like, hey, go play Final Fantasy four. You don't really need to play one, two, and three. Those are great games. Yeah. But four is re- where it really it came into its own. It took everything. I mean, and I guess Persona three is where it really came into its own and sort of absolutely yeah. I, uh, I would. But three. I mean, yeah. So I guess I would probably tell someone. To, but the 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 system. I mean, the PSP version of three isn't really the optimal way to play it. No. Because it's weird, because it's just like your god mode view type of thing where you're just, where it's yeah, more of a cursor. 
I, I, I don't dig that. And I, I mean, I've already put in 20, 30 hours into wow. that to finish it. Nice. Um, Impressive. But like, uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, I wish I had just bought the PS2 version. Yeah. The Fez one or whatever. Um, but yeah, so that's okay. Uh, cool. That's fine. It's interesting to go back. Um, again, um, you know, maybe we'll hear more about it at a later date. Probably not. I'll probably, probably not. forget that it's there. Um, much like I'll forget Tekken 6 is there. Oh, shoot, you played ten- Tekken 6? The the PSP one that we got for free? Right, right yeah, I haven't uh, actually... Yeah, no, I'm bad at Tekken. Yeah, well, we all are. Yeah. Uh, so I still so guess what? You're still because bad Because it was free, I played about 20 minutes of it. I was like, okay, I don't think I need to play Tekken again for a while. Okay. And I hung it up. Right. I'm, I'm good. We're good. But no, but it's still Tekken. Like, I just never quite got the hang of the flow of Tekken. I was never great I at just, Tekken. I liked, I mean, there was Tekken and there was Virtual Fighter. Yeah. But I, Tekken 2, I remember being really into, like, Tekken 2. I remember getting, I think it was Tekken 3 with Colm. Hey, Colm. And we played through the entire story mode with, like, four or five characters in the one night that we got it. And we were just you, went through everything. And it was crazy. And I was terrible. Gen? I don't I, th- I don't think I ever made it through it because I had to keep giving it off to Colm to actually finish or off. regular Jin. <laughs> I might have been regular Jin. Probably regular Jin. Uh, but Tekken was always an interesting fighting game. I liked... I was better at Virtua Fighter, I guess, because I played Virtua Fighter first. Yeah, I mean, the combo systems and stuff are interesting in Tekken. They're yeah. a lot more grounded yeah. than something like a Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. Totally. Um, and I guess, like... No real projectiles, you mean? Yeah, like, I mean, in a way that makes it easier for someone that's kind of bad at fighting games to not have to worry about that stuff. Right. But I just feel like it's, like, the... the it's It's slow. And that's yeah. the thing that, that really gets me sometimes. Like I, I keep expecting to like when I'm button mashing as I'm I'm gonna do because I'm bad at these games. Yep. Uh, I'm expecting like you know like right away to see him like do stuff. Nope. Patience. The fact that yeah, that's what those games are about, and I just don't have it. And I definitely like watching again, watching Evo and stuff like that. Like people it's are crazy. fucking awesome at Tekken, and it's it's a, definitely a cool game. I respect it. I'm just not good at it. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, um, that's cool. We got but, it for free, so that's fun. Yeah, yeah, oh, totally. So I don't, so I don't give a shit. Boom! Eat a dick. All right, what's up? Uh, but you know what? I'll contrast that okay. with another fighting game that's not out yet. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, yeah, I saw you playing the demo for this yesterday, and I was like, why the fuck aren't you playing Bioshock right now? But no, keep like, going. Because I had to play Injustice, Gods Among Us. Okay, so uh, this is uh, by the Mortal Kombat team, right? Yeah, uh, out in Chicago. Chi-Town, I think? Uh, I go there. I think so. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Fighting game with DC characters, right? So, But this is not, not, like, not DC versus Mortal Kombat. But it's similar, I think, to DC versus Mortal Kombat. Than are there fatalities? Not that I was able to pull off. No there one are, dies. I don't think so. Then fuck it. I don't know. I wasn't able to pull off any any okay. stuff. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's fair. I mean, I, yeah. yeah. And there's like you get three matches, pretty much, um, based upon like it's Batman, Wonder Woman, Lex Luthor, uh, and Superman. Nope, not Superman. Um, Doomsday, I think, is the the, the bad guy. The bad guy is in there. Yeah. So um, that's it. That's pretty much. That's those are like the few matches that you do. Okay. Uh, but it controls like Mortal Kombat, like uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC stuff did. Uh, but it's kind of like uh, it's still got the um, like the wager type stuff where like the guys will run at each other and you have to like um, 
guess which button they're gonna like hit. Uh, so oh, whoever does that like wins right thing. Um, it's like a rock paper scissors sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So that that's from Marvel vs DC or not Marvel vs DC. Uh, that's from uh, Mortal Kombat vs DC. Yeah, yeah, that one. Uh, so that that's still there, and they still have like a lot of the environmental type stuff where you like throw someone into something or like you like, break part of the environment and hit someone with it. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. So, um, but it plays pretty fine, and apparently they they're taking the story mode in the direction of Mortal Kombat Nine. Oh, cool. Um, so that makes me actually interested in it. Yeah. And it plays really fine. Um, they actually made like the X-ray, like those type of uh, moves. Like they're not X-ray; they're just like special moves. Right. Those are just even easier now. Um, Good, because I could so always have a tough time in Mortal Kombat. Like before, it was like do like a spear and then hit the triggers at the same time. Uh, now it's just hit the triggers and you do it. Nice. So it seems super accessible. Okay. That, that uh, seems cool because that's out in two weeks, I think. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, that, that, should be, that should be interesting. That's the first major fighting game this year. Yeah. That's the um, first fighting game I can think of that's coming out this year. Except Skullgirls, maybe? I don't know. That was like two years ago, wasn't it? I have no idea. They had that Kickstarter for a new character. Like, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I thought it was, maybe I just thought it was the Kickstarter. I'm I thought there was something else that came out this, that had Skull in the title. Uh, skull candy. You thinking of those, those those earbuds? Those earbuds, yeah. I got them earbuds. That's some sweet bass loving earbuds. Mm-hmm. No, cancel that noise. You don't want to hear what's going on out there. No, man. I just got I get noise canceling all up in this bitch. Oh, you listen to that three eleven. What? All about a down down down. Yeah. So what else was all right? Yeah. So injustice. It seems pretty good. Uh, it plays uh, pretty yeah, well. It, it yeah totally it. I was able to pick it up from playing MK9. I was nice. able to pick it up really easily. Nice. Um, nice. So I'm, I'm into it. I don't know if I'm going to pick it up right away, um, but I think it's one of those ones that's going to keep on my radar. The thing that's that, that I I get into with fighting games is that I don't really want to pick them up right away because I know that there's going to be a special edition coming out in a couple of months with all the characters that they released. Capcom really screwed the pooch on that by having so many editions yeah. of their games that they actually... Um, I mean, unless you want to get in and try to, like, get some ranking points at the beginning. Right. There's no point in playing it right away. No, because uh, you're going to get a much fuller edition soon. You get more characters and it's going to be rebalanced. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Um, how badly they've... I mean, arcade edition, months Super, after. There was Super Street Fighter uh, for then the arcade or whatever. I don't know. There was, like, three versions of it. It was bad. Pretty much if you wait a year, you're guaranteed to get... More characters, all this DLC for twenty bucks. At least you. I mean, if you wait just a couple months, you'll know about all the DLC, and then you'll be able to get forty bucks with half the DLC, and then unless you really, I mean, that is the one thing is that if you are achievement or trophy crazy, uh, then it is going to be a lot easier to get any multiplayer achievement immediately. Uh, Absolutely, because everyone will be everyone will be a a, yeah exactly chump or whatever, just mediocre at the game at that point. So. I am not that. I won't even play that game multiplayer. I won't play any fucking fighting multiplayer online. No, no, no. It's for the best. No, because people that do that are really good. Yeah, exactly. What Um, else you been playing, Alex? Oh, you think I'm done? No, I I don't. That's why I asked. Uh, Tiggs, I just put my my elbow in cheese fries. (laughs) That sounds delicious. It's not delicious. It's gross. Lick your elbow. No! Live. Lick your elbow live on the podcast. Oh, jeez. That's... Gross. Don't do that. Just tell me what else you've been playing. I will. Oh, there's cheese fries all over my bed now. Wow. 
This is the classic, right, ladies? This is great. This is awesome so far. This has been the best podcast ever. The cheesiest podcast ever. The cheesiest podcast ever. Cheesy. Come to the grief podcast. Cheese. So, let me look at my Steam list. This is the Steam list looking music. Steam list looking music. I played some drunken robot pornography. Is drunken part of the title? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's... <laughs> so the um, name of this game is Drunken. No, I, I haven't been to weird websites. This is a uh, this is a game that was on um, Steam for like early purchase. Okay. I checked out some of those, and this one was um, I think it was like on sale for being added to that service because I think they just started that in the last week. Okay. Um, I don't know who made it, um, but uh, it's kind of like an arena shooter. Where um, uh, you pretty much just shoot at a robot in the middle, and there's like techno music playing, Dope. and it's like score based and stuff like that. It's okay. It kind of plays any of like a jetpack. Um, <laughs> you yeah, just keep when... throwing more shit out there. That I'm just like, all right, now I'm back into this game. Uh, but the cool thing about it is, uh, it's got an editor. Okay. Uh, that uploads levels and robots and stuff that you make right to Steam Workshop. Nice. So that thing that seems to be the meat of it, um, because it's weird. Like you're like the the, the story, uh, and I made air quotes. Yeah, no one can see. I um, could hear that from here. Uh, so uh, like the story is like robots like went from like a robot like bartender from Boston has gone crazy and is trying to kill people. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. In Boston, man. Ugh, and I'm just I'm kidding. No, oh god. Uh, nope, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, eat so, a dick. All right, yeah. Keep oh it. So, so we're a, a bartender from Boston. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like walks into stuff. a bar. Right? So what, you is this a joke? These, like, like you, you fight all these like little like tiny robots until you build up enough score to fight the Titan, which is the big one. Oh. Um, and they have like patterns and stuff like that, and you you kill them. Cool. Again, it seems like the uh, the editors or is that I've, I've tried to make a level. It's actually a very uh, intuitive editor, which is cool. Um, so I think like maybe check this out when it comes to Steam full time, but um, probably not a a pre buy. Okay, but it's neat. But it's neat. Um, but then uh, last thing on Steam was Symmetrical Drop Five. Yeah, now this is a game. Yeah. So what is the difference between this and every other Magical Drop game? Uh, online multiplayer. All right, that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, it's Magical Drop. It's got weird Japanese characters like a naked lady. Um, like some a guy with a cat Sounds that makes right. Nian cat jokes during the story mode. Um, just speaks all meows and Nian. Whoa, Nian. whoa, hold on. Are the are the characters in this game speaking in English? Yes. Then this is not a match. No, drop not game. Not voiced in English. I am. I don't even know what's going on right now. Unless yeah. this is all in Japanese text and everything, and I don't know what I'm doing, uh, but I just like it. Uh, yeah. Um, this is not a magical drop. No, they, they definitely tried to make it like there's a tutorial and stuff like that that yeah. explains stuff. Right. Um, they've so always they, had those, but they've always been in Japanese. Yeah. Figured out. Uh, but no, it's totally it's magical drop. It's the same cool. things of matching stuff up and pulling. So is magical drop things. five. I thought there was already a magical drop seven. There's like magical drop F. I think was the last one. Was that what F was the last one? I have magical drop. I thought I had magical drop like four F. I don't know, man. Sure. I've Probably. got something on my PSP that when yeah, I bring it around, my PSP is effectively a magical drop or money puzzle exchanger machine. That is all I use my PSP for. 
is to play magical drop and money money idol exchanger, money puzzle exchanger, whatever it's called. Well, it's money. Yeah, yeah, money puzzle exchanger. I think right. One of the two is yeah, sure. Um, I still have a lot of cheese on me. Um, <laughs> Do you have a napkin? I did. I I, I have a um, uh, paper towel, but I'm gonna take off this hoodie. That's right, ladies. Uh, there you go. We're get, it's getting late. We're getting blue. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, it's 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 fun. It's magic drop. Cool. It's got online multiplayer. I was not brave enough to do it. No, um, I wouldn't be. It's there, and because um, I'm yeah. slow at magical drop, but I Me love too. magical drop. I, I fail a lot, but it's um, such a fun game to play. Like even more so than Money Puzzle Exchanger, Money Puzzle Exchanger. I think magical drop is of that kind of game, the epitome of that game. But magical drops about the local like versus though. If you ask me, like, like it's sort of like a, 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 a puzzle fighter type of way. Yeah, like you want someone to be there and be like yelling and like as you're sending. You oh know, yeah, yeah. Things over there, you want to be like fuck you and yeah, stuff like, yeah. like that's that's where the real fun of those games kind of comes in. But I still need to practice them way more before I actually feel comfortable doing that. But I don't think anyone I know could do any better than I could. Probably. Probably. I mean, and by you that I mean exactly like it's it. me or you, and that are like probably the top of of puzzle of uh, either one of those types of. Like, oh, I wouldn't. Topics. Don't don't put me up there. I bet we have friends that probably do better at that. You think so? Adam's pretty good at bubble. bubble. <laughs> oh shit! Fuck yeah! All right, yeah. yeah. We would have like uh, two or three matches on them before they figured out the mechanics, and then we would be over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but I gotta say, um, it's 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 cool. It's cool. good. It's magic drop. I got it for two fifty. It it's it's ten bucks now on Steam. Um, it's on XBLA and PSN. I love magical drop. Magical drop's a great game. Yeah, I always say like I remember uh, talking to people at my last job that were building Neo Geo cabs, and it's like, what games do we need to get? And I'd be like, magical drop. Magic drop. That's yeah. it. Just I don't give a fuck about anything else. Get magical drop, and then you can get like uh whatever ninja sass metal slugs and all that. Yeah, metal slug. I mean, I love I love me some metal slug. I'm um, too. But magical drop. There's a, a bodega near me that just has a metal slug machine. That's awesome. Are you serious? How have you not told me about that? No, just like I, I didn't know about it until I was getting my hair cut the other week. <laughs> and I went in there to get my to get money. And this guy was just like, metal slug machine sitting there. And I was like, what? What? Why do you have this? And I'm like, nah, I don't know. What <laughs> What bodega is it? What? Where is it? Which one? It, it's in Greenpoint. It's um. It's on Franklin. Uh, Franklin what? Uh, I, like Greenpoint Ave, like around there. You serious? I worked yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. How did uh, wait? Uh, like is this the one that used to be right next to, uh, or the it's, one it's across the street from Lulu's? Yeah. Are you serious? No, the one that's right next door to the street, pizza no, shop? Yeah, it's down the street a little bit. It's like down the street, like a block. Oh my god! Yes, I know exactly that. Yes, okay. It's on no. the corner right there. I yeah. know because that that machine was always turned off. That was a Neo Geo machine, and that was always turned off when I went in there. Yeah. I know it was on and metal slugging up when I was there. Fuck. All right. Well, I'm gonna be there tomorrow, so. <laughs> I seriously am. I'm going to Greenpoint tomorrow. So. Oh, that is the, the place of metal. Probably going to Metal Slugs. So. Right. Uh, I had two more games. Uh, real Zero. quick. Um, so, um, do you know what it takes? What's what? what's you know actually uh, to mark? Uh, actually, no. I'll do I'll do one the other one first. Uh, <laughs> never mind. I, I was like, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Uh, what so are the games? Though? I played the Behemoths new release Battle Black Theater. Oh, sweet. I wanted to, actually, I wanted to hear about this. Uh, so... Theatra it, or theater? It's theater. Um, first first impressions, I only got to play like maybe 45 minutes or so of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta say, it's got a really funny narrator and stuff like that. It's got, still got like the very, like, very much like the same art style as all the Behemoth games. Okay. It looks like casual, like a 
Castle a better looking version of like Castle Crashers than Alien Hominid. And Alien Hominid, I think there's like a That's behemoth a... like free iPhone game really? that just like, gives you like a bunch of levels of like Alien Hominid and stuff like that. That's sweet. Yeah. Um, that was a cool game. It was a cool game. It was early, early Xbox that was Way old. Yeah, I think I was in. Honestly, Back I think I was in like Tennessee when that game came out. I want to say that was back when they had to be like 50 megs. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but, uh, so this is like, it's kind of like melee combat and like platforming. Um, when you're playing it by yourself, uh, there's a like kind of different, the levels change if you're playing co-op or, or not. Cause I played a little bit, uh, online co-op. Okay. Uh, so if you're just playing normally, it's like you're just collecting gems and stuff like that. And as you're collecting gems, um, you can use those every 10 to free prisoners because the the thing is your the SS friendship has crashed on this island and the people that live there, these big cat people, are making you all fight in their game of Battle Block Theater. Here comes a friendship sending your way. <laughs> oh, I lost the nail. <laughs> Damn leprosy. Um but no, it's 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 really funny and um there's a lot of game types for the online. Cool. But I tried getting into games and no one was playing. Really? Like I wasn't able to, I was only able to try two of the game types, like the soccer one, which the kid that I was playing against was so good I wasn't <laughs> able to do anything. That's the worst. Uh, and there's like one that you just uh it's just like kind of a death match, which is kind of its less strong suit. Is just like the actual fighting like the controls aren't like for the combat like super responsive right away um and it's just kind of hard to tell what you're doing um but it's a fun game and i gotta say like again it's something that i really want to play local co-op um and go through the uh the story mode because that's nice. what it seems like where i've been having the most fun but it seems like it's Did, really it seem- focused on the online humorous or it's really humorous yeah okay, cool. like, like all the the behemoth games right. uh but this one's got like actual like voice oh nice okay. narration and stuff in it that's cool uh but it seems really cool um but again, I don't know if the community will be there, and you can find cool people to 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 play with. Because when I I partnered up with one guy, we did one level, and then all he wanted to do was trade, get the achievement for it, and leave. <laughs> got me that. All right. Well, at least you got that achievement, so that's good enough. That's all right. Uh, but it seems really good. I want to play more of it. Cool. Uh, I love Castle Crashers. Did you play play that? I played a little bit of Castle, uh, Castle Crashers, but I didn't actually get super into it because I never had people to play with. And that seemed where Castle Crashers was at. That's, that's again, that's where it's at. Because when I finally got Castle Crashers, you and Tom had already, like, cleaned up on that game. So Oh, we beat that, like, three times. Yeah. I didn't get into it until way later, so. Uh, the last game I played. Mm-hmm. Uh, great game to play by yourself. Okay. Uh, not awkward at all. Dance Central 3. So, um, how is Dance Central 3? It's, it's, it's pretty fun. It's more Dance Central, if, right. if that's what you're looking for. Does it, uh, does it feel better? Does it, does it, like, seem yeah, like the Kinect yeah. is recognizing you more, or? It seems like they, they've tuned some stuff. Are the, are the um, moves add, more advanced? Uh, it seems harder. It does seem a lot harder. Uh, I, I was having trouble. I was, I wasn't able to, to catch up to a few songs, um, while, while trying to play them, but, uh. Again, this is one that you need a lot of people for, but it does have a story mode now. Nice. Oh, yeah, because it's like a time like travel. time traveling story mode, um, like, narrated by, like, Usher, I think. Dance Central Infinite. Uh, exactly, it is Dance Central Infinite. Um, but no, the the story mode is really dumb, uh, which makes it kind of, like, all right to play by yourself. Like, you're, you're feeling, like, cool. okay, kind of like a little funny cutscene or something in between um, these dances, and you're, you're going through different time 
periods and you're uh, doing each song to collect a move that's part of a dance craze. Oh. So like for, I think for um, the 70s, it's like the hot. Uh, right. So if you collect all those, you unlock that dance, and then you do that to go to like the next time period and stuff like that, and time travel to. There's like an evil guy that's like trying to stop people from like dancing good. Oh, so it's footloose. Like, really dumb. Yeah, exactly, it's John Lithgow. Uh, <laughs> but no, it it seems totally fun. And um, again, cool. this week with harmonics ending, it's yeah, ending, it's DLC for for Rock Band, I think for Dance Central as well. I don't know. Probably, I would assume so. I mean, I don't know if they had anything in the works, but. Uh, they had Gangnam Style. Did they really? Yep. That would be fun. Not by herself. No, probably not. I did it by myself. That sounds depressing. <laughs> it was. Uh, so that's... Jeez, Tanks, that's a lot. Any questions at all those games? Nope. It's pretty good, dude. You had a lot of shit. Man, you've been playing a lot. I like to play. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Garth. Uh, all right, Tanks, what about you? Wow. Well, I know I know you played one game that you didn't mention, sure. uh, but... We're going to be talking about that extensively uh, okay. in a couple well, of minutes. I don't know what game you mean. I mean. Oh, my nose is bleeding. <laughs> I mean Bioshock Infinite. Oh, We're going God. to do a spoiler cast on Bioshock Infinite uh, right after this part. Uh, that's going to be our topic for this week. So we're, we'll talk more in depth about that. But I really enjoyed it. I'm almost done with my second playthrough. It was just crazy. You're crazy. I, I keep playing. I don't, I've, I'm literally in the middle of two playthroughs at the moment. Um, I just, like, again, before we get into the spoiler stuff, I gotta say, like, that game, like, I was, like, what, three hours or so into it before. Um, mm-hmm. Once that game really kicked more into high gear, um, it just really got me. You with don't want to stop. You don't want to stop. Yeah, and, like, even, like, I, I do still think that, like, technically it's got some some bugs and stuff oh, like God, that. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of like geometry. I don't know if you noticed. It's a lot of things. You can just have, walk like, through. Walk. There's no collision. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Yep. Um, it's there'd be weird. times I'd be on a skyline and I would just go through a wall <laughs> and loop back around. I was like, all right. There was a time where I was trying to hide from someone and I just walked right. Th- I clipped right through the wall I was going through and I fell off the fucking world. <laughs> there was one time I saw like the voxophone thing. Yeah, yeah. I just saw it in the ground and I couldn't That's, get it. Oh man. I mean, this um, game isn't without its faults. No, it's not with that salt. But I think that, like, again, the story, the world, and I think to some extent, parts of the combat really make up for it. Yeah. Uh, totally. And then some. And we'll, just we'll talk, it, like, yeah, but, like, for those that, that, don't, that, that don't stick don't around. Hear, yeah, no, I mean, I know we were, like, last week we were saying, you know, the combat isn't that great. And it's, it's not that great compared to, say, a battlefield or something like that, where, where it's been a, a refined first person shooter, but everything, it works well. Yeah, totally. And, like, I thought, like, the, the battles when you'd use the skylines... Great. It got, like, really intense. And, and then when, was- like, when you had to start thinking, like, uh, because there were enemies that would electrify the skyline, so you had to jump off of it at times, and you wouldn't actually be able to use them so, as much as possible. That's and another time with the, the, the control sometimes with getting on and off the skylines. I never... I, yeah. Um, because I, I often thought that I would be... Because the, when you're on the skyline, you, you have to be directed um, at the ground. In order to jump off yeah. of it, and I would, I would feel like where I was was close enough that I should be able to jump off. But the game didn't feel like it was close enough. Um, and there, there were there were oddities like yeah. that throughout it, where, where it were, felt like totally I should have been able to get frustrating. Yeah, but again, like that, notwithstanding, it's still there's a weird difficulty spike at the end of this game. Oh, totally, and and we'll get into that in de- to detail. But that's um, a really weird thing that I didn't see coming at all. I still I, never died that much. Like probably no. Like a dozen times okay, that's a good point. Game. I didn't die that much, but 
it was just like they're it, concentrated in about three times. Yeah, yeah. Um, three it, like specific areas. Yeah, and and it just like um, it was it was this point where just everything stopped, sort of, because you really had to think about this battle, yeah. which is kind of cool, but at the same time, it was just like, well, it's just sort of stopping the motion. And uh, I, were you playing on a normal or medium or whatever? I was playing it on medium. Yeah, yeah, normal, normal, whatever that. Yeah, is. I played it through it on normal. I felt the same way, and then I've been playing through it on easy on PC, and I just fucking tore up the battles. It's crazy, like without even thinking. Like I didn't even have to hide. Oh wow! Yeah. See, I, I I'm curious though to try 1999 mode for at least a little bit. I am see, but I I try. Or we'll talk about it later. Again, yeah, we'll get to it. But I I just want to say but it's like a great game. If the- if you've thought about playing this game, you should absolutely. I think if you're looking like, if you value like story and games at all i think you like owe it to yourself to 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 play this yeah um i think like the way that this i think like bioshock one had its problems Mm -hmm. um i think especially like maybe how like the narrative and the gameplay kind of fell apart at the end Mm -hmm. uh i think this takes care of that and this holds together pretty well even though it's crazy like this place this is crazy and you have to be uh you have to be ready to accept what it's talking about. Rather having them like a boss fight and then it ends. Right. Like I think like having like the kind of ending that they chose to go for. But I was so um, annoyed at this ending. I mean not the ending, but just like the final battle. Oh no, me too. When we get to, again, well we'll spoil it up later. But uh I gotta say um, Again, difficulty spike it, it, by it, the end this of this game. game. I think that like it's, it's gonna be it. hard to beat the, this game in terms of like my favorite games. I don't I don't want to talk too much about it. Like that because I'm worried that it's actually going to be like by the end of this year. Um, because this is a great game. This is a game uh, that's made me want to play it again, like immediately. Uh, it's a game that I've jumped into three times now. And I, I mean, I was play. most excited for this and Last of Us, and so far this has not. Uh, Bioshock Infinite has not disappointed. No. So I just waiting for Last of Us. And when you think Bioshock Infinite's going to disappoint you, we're just like, eh, all right. I, I mean, this is going okay, and then it just like you're just like, oh shit. What the fuck just happened? Yeah. So yeah. play it, guys. All right. Yeah. What else have you played so we can come back to this? Yeah. Let's get back to uh So I was at home this weekend, so all I really got to play was I was hanging out with my uh, three-year-old nephew. Yep. Uh, so we played PuzzleBots, and we finished PuzzleBots. Nice. Uh, point-and-click uh, adventure, Wedged Eye. We've talked about it before on this. Yep. It's very much – it seems like a kid's game. All the humor is really dumb yet very innuendo-y. So, like, uh, an adult can play it with a kid and, like, you could – it's still fine. And, They're talking you, about fucking – Yeah, exactly. It and honestly he doesn't is that. know. Yeah. It's totally that. And What if he just turned to you at one point and he goes, I know. <laughs> I would have fucking freaked out. Um, I know what's in your head. But the weird thing is, is that the final puzzle of this game is ridiculous. The final puzzle bot? The final, no, not even the final puzzle bot, because you have all the puzzle bots at this point. But the final puzzle with the puzzle bots is ridiculously hard. And oh, I, don't, I don't even know how you would figure this out on your own. Like, Did you I, have to get a fact? Yep. Oh, nice. Like, it was like three hours of me with my four-year-old nephew being like, I don't know what the fuck to do. What do we do here? Go get your fucking mom. I don't fucking know what to fucking do. Stop looking at me like I know how to play a video game. Because I, I know. <laughs> no. I it, can read your brain. It was it was like a while of me trying stuff and then me just being like, you know what, I can't even play this here. You click around. <laughs> <laughs> you just get mad, throw the controller at You clean this up. You clean, do, do this. You clean up my mess. No, no. It was it was fun. And, we, and when we find like, when I read the solution, I was just like, no. Yeah. No, nothing. Nothing I knew. Nothing I played in this game would have been like, oh, yeah, you, you, you take this bird, you make it sit on this pot, and then you make it sit on this other pot twice in a row, and then the solution is done. 
That sounds like an adventure game. <laughs> exactly. So this is an adventure-ass adventure game, and it was pretty hardcore like that. And it's very simple up until the very final part, but uh, it's a fun game. It's funny, too. And it's a, it's kind of a nice, very childish art style, and it's cool. Like, you can play this with a young kid. So I, the, I, oh, go ahead. I, know, I was, was going to say, I was about to guess the other thing you played, because I, I saw you on Steam. Oh, what what were you going to guess? Uh, is the play some oh, train simulator? Okay, so there's a, okay, so there's two other things I played. Yeah, I played some Train Simulator 2013 with my nephew as well. So this is last year's Train Simulator. Yeah, yes, yeah, because I don't think 2014 has come out yet. Oh, okay. So trains have obviously trains have you know this is matured a lot. In that I didn't get to play this as much as my nephew got to play this. Uh, but this game seems actually pretty in depth. Like, and was he like, "This game's all about fucking"? <laughs> no, he wasn't about that. He was just like, "I know what these trains mean." He would just like hit the full throttle and just blow past stations and be like, "I would be like, you're supposed to stop and pick up people." He's like, "Whoops!" <laughs> like, all right, this is great. Um, this game doesn't look great, That's uh, but this is this is a sim ass sim where you. Is it fun? Question mark. I didn't get deep enough into it to be like, yeah, this is great. Because uh, it's very much like you choose your train. Uh, you can you choose the line that you're going to do, at least in the in the quick play that I was doing. Because it seems like so much of this shit is hidden behind a paywall that, like, you get one train going into this and, like, one place that you can possibly go. Can you spend, like, $100 on... You can spend, like, th- you can spend thousands of dollars. That's crazy. Yeah. You can spend $100 on, like, eight packs. And then there's, like, 100 packs. I'll buy it. It's fine. I'm sold. But like, I remember I was talking to McShane about it the other day, and we were talking about Train Simulator for whatever reason. I was just like, that's a game that I would buy if it was on Steam on a sale for cheap for, like, I don't know, 13 bucks. And, like, three seconds later, McShane is just like, hey, it's on sale right now on Steam for twelve fifty. It's like, well. Uh, <laughs> I was like, that was weird. And, and your nephew called you and goes, I did this with my brain. I knew this was, it, was all, it was just like the Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, so I just got a, a spam email from Magic Johnson inviting me to get a Magic card by MasterCard. You should probably take him up on that offer. I should. Be like, will I get AIDS from this? <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> that was really awful. That was. Yeah, thank God no one listens to this podcast. I know, right? <laughs> be in trouble. Be in trouble pretty big time. So I only played one other game. Yeah. Uh, and that was last night I got the hankering to play Street Fighter 3 Third Strike HD. <laughs> All right, which is a hell of a fucking title to to spat out. Um, yeah. This is a game I love. Street Fighter. This is a yeah. game I didn't get because this seemed just way too tough. So much going on in this game, and it still seems like there's just way too much going on in this game. But I played. I was just playing as like uh, Ryu. You. I don't know how you say his name. Uh, it's been said so many fucking different ways that I'm not even sure. But it's it's not great looking for an for one of those like HD titles. It still looks it looks like the the sprites from before and still it seems like a little grainy as it's being like projected onto like an HD type of frame. But the mechanics are fucking sound and the animation is fucking insane and the game is just fucking intensely hard because I am terrible at it and I don't know how to parry. So it seems like like I've I've seen like you were talking about uh Injustice before and how like and how it's sort of like almost it's not a simplified fighting game, but it is an accessible fighting game. And Street Fighter Three Third Strike, oh, it's the opposite. Is the complete fucking opposite of an accessible fighting game because well, if you go isn't into isn't that this- why like 
3 didn't have nearly as many spin-offs and stuff like that because it was just so much more technical and complex. Well, because it was 3... I don't know if there was a 3 first something, because there was 3 and then there was like second assault or something like that, and then there was third strike. And then that was the end of it. That was the last thing that 3 did, and then there was nothing... There was radio silence, I believe, until 4 came out. Yeah, and, and, and meanwhile, like, 2 had... God, how many... A million. Uh, I mean, two had. There was like two. There was Championship Edition. There was like Super Turbo. Turbo. There was Turbo. There was yeah. No, there was a million different editions for two. Um, and two was fucking amazing. But three, very was very goofy in its characters. I mean, because everything in in two was sort of real world ish, but they were just a little bit fantastical. <laughs> they had these like projectiles that they could each do. They could. They each had like their fantastic element. But I mean, except for Dalsum, who was just. Ridiculous. He stretches. Like, like, yeah, he just fucking stretches, and I don't understand what happened. It's really flexible. But it was just like everybody in, in Street Fighter Three was just fucking Dalsim, right? <laughs> that was the fucking crazy thing. It was just weird shit all over the place. Um, unlike the Alpha games, which seemed to this be more similar to the Street Fighter Two type of genre, or am I just making that up? I I, I think so. I'm I'm honestly I'm not super well versed in all of these because I played. Like the normal version of them, yeah, uh, and then got too intimidated, and then would play whatever crazy one if you know if someone had it. Uh, but I for the most part, I played like Alpha and and Three Third Strike on Dreamcast when they came out, and those were pretty crazy. Dreamcast was a great system to play fighting games on. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it's it's still like if you like fighting games, man, I don't know how much better you can get than this Third Strike HD. But I'm just not good enough at fighting games. Is that from Backbone? Oh, it might be. And it uses the uh, GGPO. Yeah, it's that. got GGPO. Good game piece out. It's got that in there. Um, so you know that it's actually... Like, that's a fucking high quality... Yeah, it's like it shows that they gave a shit. Yeah, to act, to want to be like, no, we're going to take this seriously. Yeah, if we're going to put awesome. this out, we're going to take it seriously. And yeah, and that's awesome. And that's that's fucking... You know what? More people should be doing stuff like that. You're right. Um, but that is about all that I've played this week. Do you want to take a break? Uh, I would love to take. Let's take Let's a break, it. and we'll be back with a uh, Bioshock Infinite spoiler cast. We'll be Word. right back. Hey, we're back, and hey. we are talking about Bioshock Infinite. So, Alex, before we get into this, can I tell you how deep into this I got? Because I've been like really. I, well, I'm curious to hear. So, I didn't know that you were you were so smitten that you that you went nuts. So, okay, so I finished it last Thursday. Yeah, in, in two days. Yeah, I finished it in two days. Uh, I've played through most of it on my second playthrough on on the PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've beaten the siren once so far, so that's how far into the game I am. Oh shit! So that's pretty. That's that's three quarters. That's about three quarters of the way through, maybe a little bit less. Um, yeah. And so I'm like, I'm on my way to the second tear, I guess, at this point, something like that. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah. So I'm already pretty far. That's not easy, though. Yeah, right? that is uneasy. I just want to get the achievements because I fucking bought it on PC. So I decided to play through it. Did again. you get all the free games with it? Yeah. So I got SOCOM, uh, which I already have, and I got Bioshock, which I already have. Oh, XCOM. Yeah, XCOM. Uh, sorry. Yeah, wow, I said SOCOM. Didn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah, XCOM. XCOM. <laughs> I got SOCOM as well. I've got a couple of SOCOM games that I will not play, so if anyone wants them. Um, no, that's not true. I don't have any SOCOM games um, anymore. Uh, I used to. I liked the first SOCOM game. Yeah, I bought that when it first came out. It also came with the headset. That was interesting. Yeah. Well, that's back when like online players knew for the PS2. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, no, it came with Ekcom and um, Bioshock 1, which I had both of already. So oh. if anyone wants them, let me know. Have you played your... Column. Uh, 
your uh, yeah, Kingdom. Right yeah, if in. you want, to, uh, if you want either of those games, let me know. Now, did you play your free game from uh, SimCity yet? No, I, mine I didn't, for, I didn't uh, even claim Warfighter. it yet. Which oh, one did you get? I got Warfighter. I think you're almost out of time. Shit, I should probably do that. I might have, I may already be out of time. But I think it was until April like some like tenth or something that I think I have time to. So I should. So you got Warfighter. <laughs> yep. How is that? I own all the other games. Yeah. I haven't installed it yet. It it's might, like a 20 gig install. So it's up for me. It's a toss up between Warfighter and uh, the new Need for Speed. Yeah, I'd get Need for Speed. But I think I'm gonna get Warfighter. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get Warfighter. Anyway, um, okay. So so let's talk about Bioshock. So yeah, I finished it once last Thursday. I am that much of the way through on PC. Uh, I've started my hard playthrough on Xbox. Um, I'm not super far into that. I'm not even a quarter of the way into that. Uh, I the so f- beat Bioshock on Thursday. Friday, I went out and I bought the strategy guide uh, because really? I, I read that the strategy guide had transcripts of every single voxophone. So I bought the strategy guide. I read every single voxophone because uh, I missed like ten of them. I missed a lot of them. So I've I've now read everything. Uh, so there was there was a book that came out on Kindle called Mindland Revolt that was both yeah. on Kindle and uh, you could buy like a limited edition copy from the store, which is now sold out. Bought that, read it. Um, oh, you read that? I have that book. I just haven't. It's read not. It. It, it, it. You could read it in half an hour. It's really short. Um, most of it is just. It's okay. Uh, well, it's about Daisy and this uh, scientist who it's it's fucking she's I mean you just Is like Tessa's or you're already like I don't I can't tell if Daisy's a bitch or not and after you read this you're just like Daisy's a bitch. Uh, <laughs> really, really stops. Uh, it really stops you from having that like oh who's the good guy thing, huh? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, but it, it's more interesting to see why there's like I mean not even like why there's a reeducation center. Because you can already kind of fucking figure it out from how crazy everyone's going, but it's just like, hey, we either need to, you know, uh, help her and nurture her mind, or we should really start a reeducation center because people are going to start thinking this way, and then they start a reeducation center. So, but, but just really, actually, like, color the world. Like, okay, you're getting some of Daisy. The, no, the it's really the it's just Daisy and just this one scientist who I don't even think you really read about. A little bit of Frank, uh, Fink. Frank is from The Simpsons. Fink is in this. Yeah. Um, a little bit of Daisy, a little bit of Fink. Uh, I, I ended up hating Daisy even more than at the end of this game, which I hated her already a shit ton. Because she was about to shoot a fucking kid. And then... Yeah, yeah, of course. Anyway. Um, yes, and then I also have the art book, so I have all of that, and I read all of the like little developer quips about everything. Did you get the, you get everything. the Songbird statue? I didn't edition? get the Songbird statue. No, I didn't get the Songbird statue edition. But I, have the, I, have, I bought the soundtrack that is the songs that Bioshock Infinite was inspired by. Oh, and then I have the regular soundtrack as well. So the soundtrack for this game is awesome, dude. I already love the Beach Boys, and but hearing God up. only knows in the barbershop quartet. Okay, so so I guess should, should we should we start diving into the plot of this first? Let's start from the beginning. Let's just start from the beginning. Okay, so we kind of covered this a bit last week. So uh, starting off, it's 1912. Uh, you're Booker DeWitt, private investigator, former Pinkerton. You're just going to uh, to rescue, rescue a girl. Some girl. That's what from... you think. Yeah. So there's this whole line, you know, uh, give us the girl, wipe away the debt, right? Yeah, we mentioned that last week. And we're like, oh, it's the debt. Yeah. Which is kind of it when we when we're going to talk about this in super spoilery 
ways yeah, in about 20 minutes, that's going to be fucked. Yeah, no. All right, so you – yeah, this is going to be completely spoilery. But, but keep downloading, guys. Also, keep you know, keep rating us. And, uh, just... Yeah, rate us on iTunes. Email us at griefpodcast at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> you can find us on shortwaverockin and shortwavegaming.com. Yeah. Anyway, um, so it starts off uh, – you're Booker DeWitt. You're going to Columbia. You're be- – this it's weird how you want how to talk about this game, because I just need to spoil something immediately. Is that when you start this game, you're in a rowboat, you're going to a lighthouse, and the two people that are in the robot with you, a uh, rowboat with you, are going to be two people that you that see you, throughout this game. I mean, I mean, that's not a spoiler. That that happens within the first two hours. Right. However, what they say in the rowboat is incredibly important to understanding what this whole game is about. Oh, what, what, and what, what they say in this rowboat is. Or at one point they say, um, well, there's a whole thing about, like, he do- like why don't you ask him to row? Well, he doesn't row. He never has. Like, what do you mean he doesn't row? Like, and that's the whole thing, that you're going to do this over again. But the thing that I really found the most compelling is what the brother Lutis says – or no, no, sorry. The sister Lutis – or, wow. They say um, it's not insane to go into an experiment thinking that it might fail. But then the sister goes, yes, but it, it – and this is paraphrasing. Like it is crazy to go in, – in, uh, it is insane to go into an experiment knowing it has failed already. What's the definition of insanity? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what, what I'm saying is that – this, this is Far Cry 3. And then – no. So then the next thing that really brings this out to light is that when the first time you see them, they ask you to flip a coin. And they say like heads or tails and you, you pick heads and you see yeah. on this chalkboard that there has been – 12 other times that heads has come up, you are the 13th person to tr- to attempt at rescuing Elizabeth. You're the 13th booker. I you are met. the 13th booker. Like, this is something that, like... <laughs> and this well, is That is the end of the game, guys. In case you're wondering, you are the 13th booker to try and, and do this. And that's the thing is that, that they're talking about at the beginning of the game is that it has failed 12 other times before you, and, and it's probably failed and, and come out infinite other ways which we'll get into later but this game is just fucking great how much i've thought about like when i finished this game i was just like oh okay two days later i was just like this game's fucking brilliant oh no it's it's absolutely brilliant and um that's again that's why like it's crazy because bioshock infinite like you're like oh like what is the infinite man like i think people probably all made fun of that title uh at the end of it a year ago two years ago yeah and then by the end you get it so you start off your book and wit. You're going to this island. You know that you have to save this girl Elizabeth. When you finally meet up with her, and and you see like this whole place has been sort of brainwashed by this Comstock, uh, yeah, who's a religious like it, fanatic. Yeah, well, and again, they they worship like the the founding fathers, Benjamin Franklin, God. and uh, they're saying you know uh, Father Franklin, and they're bowing to him. Father Washington, they're bowing to him, and and they and they worship they worship uh, John Wilkes Booth. Yeah, Be, and not and not Lincoln because uh, Lincoln they, because they, there's they, a there's a very big racist element to this, and that's and that's actually the thing I totally have to give like this game some credit for is like not complete like obviously they didn't go like hardcore with a lot of that stuff, but at least they didn't like bow down from like bringing in race and things like that into but games, which even, is something that you don't normally see. No, you're totally right, and even even though you're saying that you know they didn't like completely bow down, like they didn't like. Go so, so far as to say the N word at any point, <laughs> which but they got very close yeah. in some of the voxophones. In some of the voxophones, they got very close to saying, and and it's just like, oh, they're uh-huh. really not shying away all that much from this. No, and and, 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 
and the uh, American fanaticism, which oh, is just like manifest de- like the like that is the point of Colombia is like manifest destiny. Like yeah. you are like that that it's like it's like to bring a like, man. It's like to bring America's like freedom to the world, man. Like the brought- U.S. fucking a. <laughs> Like they, they like went to like the Boxer Rebellion and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, so it's interesting. This version of history is like it's it's a cool, uh, <laughs> cool, insanely I, racist. <laughs> no, like, like it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a neat premise. Yeah, what, no, it, it totally is. It's, it's like if if you have to think of it. I mean, and this is I guess this is kind of reductive, really but like if when the Civil War is happening, the South was just like fuck it, we're going into the air. That's kind of what Colombia is. But again, but it's like but with like such an an air of uh, not of uh of, of of things being you know kind of utopian right it, it kind of in a similar way to, to to the first bioshock it's like you know andrew ryan like you know kind of taking the ayn rand approach right this is right. more uh of the like based in reality sort of based in history yeah, based in history like based on like that like the late 1800s you know idea of like America's, you know, I guess, like place in the world again is like becoming right. emerging as like, a world leader, I guess you could say, um, and maybe like the the hubris or something that that came with that. I don't know. Right? No, no, no. You're totally right. And the 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 weird thing about this game is that like it, it's it's not super clear that you're in 1912, but you know that you're in a very old era, uh, just like everything around you. And I don't know when it. Well, they say 1912, don't they? Do they say 1912 like immediately? But yeah. the thing that like will fuck you up. Is that immediately getting to Columbia? There is a barbershop quartet singing a Beach Boys song. And and at first I was like, "This is like the first point." And I was like, "All right, something's weird." And I knew like, obviously "What the fuck's going on?" Like, it kind of. I almost wish I'd never saw the E three presentation from two years ago. But or or the 2010 demo, either one. Well, yeah, yeah, whichever one that was. Either uh, one. first Where show. One of them said, "Return of the Jedi." It was Revenge of the Revenge Jedi. Revenge of the Jedi, yes, you're right, yeah. So it was like an alternate, the, the first title of that of the movie. Um, so, uh, yeah, that kind of gave me an idea that, like, Elizabeth's power had, like, multiple realities or anything like that, or, like, could, like, travel through time. time. You didn't yeah. really knew, know exactly what it meant, but you knew it was, like, something, something a little cray. Yeah. Like, like... Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. So, um, A little cray. A little cray-cray. But, like... The fact that, like, when you first go out there and you're just hearing, like, guys, like, oh, I don't know, and they're like, what's going on? Sounds, Why? But it sounds really good. It and you sound- hear it and you're just like, oh, that's so familiar. And, and like, the first time I heard it, it was just like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the second time I really went back to it, it was just like, oh, shit. I didn't even notice this first time. Like, that's crazy. Like, that. Well. And like, and girls don't want. Girls just want to have fun. Uh, everybody wants to rule the world. All shiny, these happy, people. shiny, happy people throughout the fucking game. At the very yeah. end of that game, when you destroy the whole fucking uh, statue, when you have the songbird destroy the statue, yeah. shiny, happy people is playing. It's awesome. Uh, and again, like, it's oh. it's crazy because like the way that they incorporate I can't that shiny, stuff. happy people is the fucking most ridiculous thing in the world. Oh, I know. But the fact. <laughs> This is someone like this becomes because Elizabeth has this power. This becomes yeah. someone's or like or these terrors in reality exist in Colombia, and like stuff bleeds through them. Yeah. It's awesome because and like Fortunate Son again is another one. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome because like someone just had the idea like, hey, 
let's rip these songs off and get super yeah. famous. Seriously. Which, who wouldn't do that? That's a great idea. They're like, hey, what are the most popular songs of the time? Let's take them. Like, let's take the most popular songs of the last decade. Like, because it seems like the tears that she keeps going to seems to really be 1983. And then they just kind of take stuff from the past of 1983. But, like, uh, as far as, you know, Return of the Jedi, that was not that was 83. Um, I believe that R.E.M. song was from 83. Like, Tears for Fears, sure. I believe that was 83. Like, there's a lot of things that just come yeah, from 83. I, oh, wow. Um, which happens to be the year that one of us was born. Ah! Uh, I'm Booker DeWitt. Oh no! So person. So very. So wow. Let's just let's wipe all that away and say that you start playing this game. You're you get to Columbia after you get into the lighthouse. Yeah. And you're and it's kind of it's a really cool moment where you just kind of flank the clouds. And if I hadn't seen it in the demo, it probably would have hit me even harder. Um. Wait. uh, the beginning the very beginning when not the demo but when they were showing off the first 15 minutes of bioshock recently i had watched that and that was i kind of wish i hadn't because i I think it would have um but i mean the first 15 minutes again like i didn't again like all this stuff like stayed in the back of my mind but it didn't quite get me until until things started coming together and you start seeing the extent of what elizabeth can do and especially one of the first times that like Eventually, so the first ninety minutes of this game are kind of boring, which is the yeah. t- which is the time before you find Elizabeth. Oh, totally. And it's and very it, much as world building, and you you may put together by looking at yourself very early on in the, in the game when you're you have the ability to uh, kind of cleanse yourself of sins. But that's also a part that I want to talk about is the very first baptism in the beginning of the game to yeah. get into Columbia. You have to be baptized, and you're kind of drowned at that point and then you wake up in Columbia which yeah. is a part that I'm still sort of putting together in my head and piecing together in my head what actually happens there uh, I mean that just very much ties into the end but yeah it's exactly the same right or if it's another possibility like right yeah yeah, yeah. I, that's what I'm still yeah exactly I think the thing that you can like kind of mind fuck yourself about with this is that once you introduce like the idea that there are okay there are like multiple universes in this, and they go back and forth. That's kind of the thing: is that there's a whole multiverse, and there's infinite possibilities. It's Bioshock like, Infinite. It's like Fringe. It's kind they of like that. Fringe. It's kind of hey, Joshua Jackson's there. <clears throat> hey, you guys, you guys remember Terminator? You remember how they sent someone back to go and get the Terminator, get John Connor? This is kind of like that. <laughs> Yeah, except it turns out you're the Terminator. Except, yeah, no, no, but I mean, like, you're Kyle. And the Terminator. And the Terminator at the same time, and you're also John Connor. That's the fucked up thing about all this. And I think that, like, that, there are, there are probably a good few times, though, that, like, my jaw kind of dropped in this game. Oh, totally. And I think that this, We're like, not doing a very good job of doing a spoiler cast. So, all right. No, we, we've kind of danced around some stuff while exposing other stuff. So I think, like, whatever. So, we so can, should we just go but, but from I was the beginning? Say, or do you want – all right, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, uh, I mean, there's not – so anyway, like, there's a guy, Zach, Zachary Comstock, that's, like, the prophet of mm-hmm. Columbia running things. And you are very, shit. very quickly into this game, it is defined that you are the false prophet within the first ten minutes of this game. Yeah, and Elizabeth is the lamb. Elizabeth is the lamb. You see a sign that says you will know the false prophet by his mark, and it's an AD on their hand, and you have an AD on your hand. Yeah. Which is very, 
I don't know. I'm because I had heard the name Anna and I knew that my name was DeWitt and it seemed pretty obvious. Yeah, it totally did. Okay. Uh, did you end up getting stabbed in your hand? Uh, in one one playthrough, yes, and one playthrough, no. Uh, so if you so don't end up, if you don't get end up if you don't get stabbed in your hand uh, in the sort of first altercation when you're with Elizabeth, uh, you will not wear a bandage around your hand for the rest of the game. And then at the end of the game, you won't you will see yourself uh, when you're going to all the other lighthouses. Your other self will have a bandage around their hand. However, if it's the other way and you do get stabbed, the other self will have no bandage around your hand, and you won't have a bandage around your hand for the rest. And of I the imagine game. Elizabeth will have the opposite necklace. You get to choose. Oh, oh, oh! At the very matters? end, yeah, yeah. At yeah. the very end, it is a de- it, yeah. If you look very carefully, you will see the opposite necklace on her walking. But that's the only time you ever see that. It's the and, only and time that, that ever seems to come into fucking effect. Yeah, I was about to say. No, nope. that shit matter. Nope, not, really. not at all. Not uh, at all. And that's what kind of annoys me. I, that's the only that thing that annoys me. me. I was really hoping that stuff would come back because so much stuff has happened in this world. Everything has changed. I was really hoping those tiny things would make a difference. I agree, but I also understand the need to tell a One singular story. About infinite possibility. Yeah, and that's kind of where I understand where they're just like, we could do all of this, but it will probably get out of hand and they will – and you know what? If they did try and do all that and they only gave us four choices – we would rip yeah. them to shit, like oh, even more so. Like so, I, this like I the, think it makes more sense. I like that we tried like explaining going back to the the plot, and then just immediately we we're just like, but this thing. No, so. Yes, but again, but that's the thing about this game. Uh, before to, to derail us again, uh, I think that like the twists and stuff of this are are executed so much better than the original Bioshock. Yeah. Um, that like you do just want to kind of go off on them and just be like, that part was crazy, right? Because original okay, so, Bioshock really only had, like, I mean, if we look at it, it had the Andrew Ryan Atlas twist. Yeah, totally. Like, those two kind of things. Well, the you being born in Bio, in, in, in Rapture, Rapture was, that's true, yeah. yeah. But that was a, that's pretty much it, yeah. Um, and I don't even know, is, did, were you born in Rapture? I honestly yeah, can't I mean, remember yeah, that fucking were, game all the uh, Because, yeah, because you, don't you go to, like, the nursery? Oh, yeah, you go back to the nursery, that's right. Yeah, yeah you, like, go through all that stuff. Okay, uh, so hold on. Let me try and just give a very brief overview of Bioshock Infinite. Why don't you just... Oh, yeah. You just take this because you played it twice. So uh, you start off. You are tasked with the uh, with trying to go through and find this girl to wipe away your debt. You go into this castle in the clouds. You infiltrate... You- makes sense. Yeah, castle in the cloud. Yeah, no, but this is honestly all that happens, right? Yeah, uh, you go and you find that this castle in the clouds is actually run by this uh, very uh, fundamentalist religious type that has just like almost brainwashed the people into thinking one very specific way. It's very racist. It's very idealistic. And he's also taken over other people's pasts. Yeah, he, uh, that is what people are kind of accusing him. Like uh, one guy was at wounded knee with him. I think you were right. Or yeah, like we were, and so was um oh, slate. slate, slate. Thank you, slate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and 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 he would be, he started taking credit for other people's what other people um, have done. Um, yeah. No, you're totally right. So so you're seeing like revisionism, and like kind of like mixed up histories is like they're already coming out as like yeah, as, it's kind of a run uh, a through line. And so as he is the prophet. As people see him, he all he has a daughter that is supposedly within his wife's womb for only a week until she is born, um, and then that is supposed to be uh, the like you know it's supposed to be the second coming or something like that, like the land. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be the person that that takes over right after uh, him. Columbia. 
Um, but there is a false prophet coming uh, to try and steal the lamb from them, and that happens to be you. And that's kind of where it comes in, right? Like that's yeah, sort yeah. of an over- yeah. And that's that's about the first two hours. Yeah, and there's also a giant bird that protects Elizabeth. Yeah, songbird. Yeah, yeah, giant fun. fucking so- uh, pseudo fucking uh, steampunkish bird. Yeah, I mean everything is kind of pseudo steampunkish, right? Except they yeah. use like quantum physics. Yeah, because that works. Physics punk, physics punk. Yeah, sure. Pseudo physics punk. Uh, and and anyway, so going on this on this um on the floating city, uh, there's a you know there's a revolution in the vox populi. Yeah. It's kind of like the anarchist, uh, Marxist kind of sect. Yeah. Um, that's like rising up for the workers. They're angry about about things. Um, <laughs> a lot of things. I mean, it be, I mean, one of the main things is very much the racism. And yeah, uh, and absolutely. it's the ninety nine percent thing. It's very much. It's not so it's much like, mirroring like society today, but it's all over again. It kind of is, but no, like it's very much sort of mirroring today's society, but also very much mirroring the society of nineteen twelve. Well, yeah, again, it's like it's because it's gil- gilded age type of thing. Of way like, more racist back then. Well, right? you can have a place that looks, um, you know, like like there is a. Prosperity and everything like that, but there's like a seedy underbelly to things. Yeah, totally. Um, and, and that's kind of where these people come in. Like you know, there, there's a big uh, wealth gap, right? Uh, between the the rich and the poor there. And again, something I'm totally like, I'm totally impressed that you know, a rational decide to like take that kind of thing head on and not do it in an overly cheesy way. Right. Yeah. No. Um, totally. Like you know, there will just be sections where you'll just go through slums and yeah i guess you can fight homeless people okay just you, get a you little don't have to condemned. no you don't have to um there are a lot of times when you can just if you do nope. not shoot at people first they will not come at you yeah totally and, and uh, then there are some there are there are very few stealth sections there are three that we'll talk about soon that i fucking hated i they were they're awful um the whole the last third of this game is just i'm mean, not the last quarter of this game is kind of fucking ridiculous the second you have to start fighting the ghost of Lady Comstock, this game is fucking ridiculous in in its difficulty. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but we'll get there. That's yeah. That that's one of the kind of annoying parts. And, and again, like that's one thing that like when they were revealing this game, and like when I went to the PAX panel last year, uh, yeah. Ken Levine's panel about like the enemies of Bioshock Infinite. Um, it was cool. pretty much about Songbird, the motorized Patriot, and Songbird's the... not really an enemy. No, well, you—I mean, we didn't know that, you know, right? Yeah, and you don't know that until the last the very ten end, ten minutes of the game. Yeah. Um, but the and, motorized uh, Patriot, a, who's the, really cool, the motorized Patriot is a great fucking idea. It's a really cool cl- character, and I like the way that, like, when the Vox take it over, it's Lincoln heads instead yeah, of yeah. That was funny. Yeah, that was good. Uh, that was that was good. Um, and. Uh, what else? The Boys of Silence, right? Is that what it's called? Yep, Boys of Silence, yep. Those are the guys yeah, with the it, fucking which crazy really heads. you don't actually fight? No, they they were supposed, I mean, in original, not original, but in a couple of iterations of uh, Bioshock yeah. Infinite, they were, they were different characters. They didn't just like, they weren't just alarms, which is kind of what they are now, uh, is that they're alarms and that they just shoot out almost what seem like fucking indestructible enemies for like 15 oh, minutes. Oh, those fight. were... F- the most anyway, we'll get there. Um, but anyway, so yeah, revolution going on. Um, pretty much as you go through, you're you know you find Elizabeth, uh, this girl with these powers to open up tears in space and time. Um, and you're just trying. Like at first, you're just trying to get her out of there. 
yeah, you're just trying to get her out of there. Then you end up, uh, I mean, to make a 12 hour game short. Yeah, uh, no, that's what we have. You end up um, helping, helping out. out the Vox Populi for a bit. But uh, so this is when, like, it's very specifically within this section when you're trying to help out the Vox Populi that all of Elizabeth's powers are come. sort of. Yeah, come into fruition. It's that like you're all right. So what you have to do is you have to find these weapons. But you go to try and find these weapons, and the person's not there. So you have to open up this tear into another dimension where the person where they're still alive. Yeah, yeah, because that person's dead. So like they're just. Like, but when oh, you go into that dimension, the weapons aren't there. So then you have to go into another dimension where all or not weapons, the tools aren't there. So when you go into another dimension, all the tools are there. So pretty much you're just messing – at this point, you're just messing with space and time. Right. You're messing with reality, all this stuff. But the com- craziest thing is yeah. when you go into that, that, that second dimension, second to last dimension, and, and where there's a full-on revolution, uh, Daisy is sort of like the head of the revolution. You have been a martyred. Like you died and people are, are calling you like a saint. And you get to see the insanity – that's on your side of the revolution. You're just like, holy shit, this is what I wrought? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. This is kind of what we're fighting for, is these lunatics. Like, we're just as bad as the other side. Oh, absolutely. And, and that and- was sort of like, and that very specific moment was a very powerful moment, I thought, in the game. Because, again, like, you, so often you, you, you have games with, like, factions. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, like, a very gamey thing to be like, okay, you're working for this side. Uh... So it, and you never actually like deal. I think the thing that Bioshock Infinite does is it actually makes you kind of deal with consequences. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Which yeah. is interesting because like, okay, now you're helping at this side. All right, well now you got to see them start executing people. Uh, yeah. But then again, you just saw the other side do that not long ago. So it's not like one is necessarily so much better than the other. Um, but and, you're just kind of seeing how how just how fucked it all is. Yeah, no, you're totally right. And Elizabeth as a character. Um, as a, a character who is sort of innocent in the beginning so, and is sort of like uh, runs away from the violence and everything like that, I think that they play her pretty well. I think uh, so too. I and think that, that they... by when she does, when she kills Daisy and she is fucking distraught over it, you believe it, dude. And that's better than they did with Lara Croft in Doom. Oh God, yeah, a million because it happens eight hours later. And yeah, she's exactly. always run away from you, already run away from you, uh, who is scaring her because you were just shooting. And now she is fine, and she's like she's become okay with you killing, but now it's Daisy and and her, and she's staring at Daisy about to stab like an eight year old in the chest. She's about like, shoot, she's about, yeah, she's about to shoot a, a kid. Daisy's about to shoot a kid, uh, and, and and Elizabeth's just like, no, I can't let this happen. And uh, I mean, I gotta say, like, this is probably the most that a game, besides maybe like Shadow of the Colossus or something like that, right. that a game has made me care for an NPC. Oh God, yeah. No, I think, yeah, I think you're that, totally right really, about saying really, Shadow of the Colossus too. I think that's the perfect analogy to this. And, and, and like, you know, it's the kind of thing. It's very hard to get someone to care about like a non-playable character that just like she exists. Like, she doesn't get attacked by enemies. Like it doesn't really it, take you out of the environment because you can kind of believe it. Like, well, they wouldn't want to kill the lamb. Like, why would? They and you know, weird and weirdly, it kind of reminds me in a way. Like her role kind of reminds me of the 2008 Prince of Persia. Sure, yeah, no, totally. Um, and in a sense that she's just kind of there to save you and, like, give you stuff and, like, right. unlock things and stuff like that. Uh, but I think that, like, the difference is 
that game had definitely had like an emotional ending that was I thought was pretty. I liked that game. Before, but then did you actually play out, the epilogue? But I that never played thing the epilogue. Is, like, once there was the epilogue and it was like, oh, you know, the real ending. I'm like, oh, I never played. Right. Real, I never played the quote unquote real ending. I only I finished the game as it was and never got the epilogue. But I liked that game. Over yeah, I thought it was a. I thought it was great mechanically. I thought it was a lot of fun. Me too. Uh, but I think that like it kind of remi- like the relationship in terms of gameplay and stuff like that reminded me a lot of that. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and I think that. You know, the first hour and a half before you get Elizabeth is kind of boring. And then you get Elizabeth and you start to, like, understand her powers in battle. And then the next two times when you lose her, you're even more distraught. Like, you feel the urgency that you you were supposed to feel at the beginning of this thing when you're supposed to try and find her. And even more than that, it's just, like, you kind of just, uh, I don't know, everything, like, it, it just, the game feels more complete with her there. Yeah, it does. And I think that, like... Her just her talking to things like just her looking at the environment I, is interesting wish, to you. I wish that there was just like a talk to Elizabeth button. But yeah. at the same time, but at the same time, I understand why they don't have one. <laughs> kind of like so, deadly premonition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but I understand why they don't have one because they want to feel more organic. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, but so no, I, I totally I know exactly what you mean because you'll just see her looking at objects in the world. Yeah, just for no apparent reason. And I'll be like, I want to know what you think of this. Yeah. <laughs> and I found myself like wanting to know more, but and like wanting to talk to her, and, like wanting to, to you know, kind of foster more of a relationship with her, uh, yeah. because I was like getting so invested. And I thought that they did like that's that's really impressive to right. be able to pull that off. So let's let's talk about that relationship right now by yeah. going super spoilery. Again. So what happens that you aren't really completely privy to in the game is that, um. There's the Lutice twins. There's a brother and a sister, but they're not really twins. They're the same person from different dimensions. Yeah, exactly. Um, And the Lutice sister has existed in the same universe that Comstock has, and she's the one who's been obsessed with physics and was able to actually make the technology to have the city float uh, and to start breaking through to the other side, uh, as Jim Morrison would say. Yep, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so, but there was... There was the child that they sort of needed, right? Like the child that they were going to put all these powers into, I guess. Is that why they needed Elizabeth? That's the, that's part of the thing I don't. But really... again, I mean, to get to cut to the ending. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're stealing. It turns out that you are Comstock. Right. So you're stealing. I mean, that in that. Well, world, you're Comstock you are... in a different reality. Yeah, but I'm saying, but in that world, you're sterile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sterile so because you're, of, the, you're just, because you're of just your exposure stealing. to all this stuff. Yeah, so what you're doing is you're just stealing your kid The, the from daughter that you reality. wanted. Yeah, the yeah. daughter that you, I guess you feel you Would deserved. Yeah, from another reality. So, I mean, by that kind of, by, by that stretch, it's like you're just kind of... Um, Taking what know. you feel is yours? Yeah, I, I guess is like the justification that he might give to himself. So the, here's the th- is like I don't think they all right. So Lady Comstock for the whole time believes that this child is a bastard child of of uh, the Prophet Comstock and the woman Latisse, even though what this child actually is is what they stole from Booker Dewitt in another dimension. Yeah, and as Booker Dewitt tried to stop them from taking her back, uh. she lost her pinky. 
When that happened, and, I mean, I you knew that like, was going to happen. You knew I it was there. Once, like, you see it like about to happen, and you're, you're like, like, I know it's going to happen, fuck. and you're like, don't make it that. Okay, and then it happens. So the whole thing about this is what it really all comes down to is that you had to give up your child because of a gambling debt. Like that's what it seems to be is that he he gambled away all of his fucking money. He had a huge debt. And Comstock was the one who fucking seems to be able to get all of this thing. Like, this was in motion before he even knew it. And so Comstock uh, is, is the one taking care of this. It's Latiste who's the one who's like, just, hey, just give us the girl and we'll, and we'll wipe away the debt. And that's the whole thing. Give us the girl, we'll wipe away the debt. Give us the girl, we'll wipe away the debt. Um, and, oh, man, when at the very end of the game, after you have finished the final fucking battle, which is ridiculously hard. For yes. stupid reasons. For reasons that it just makes you restart and have to play from the beginning. So, I mean... Uh, but hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. Oh, no, we're skipping all over the place. Yeah, no, here. we're skipping all over the place. But there is a point at the end where you have yeah. to go and you have to pick up the baby from the crib. And you have to give the baby to the Latisse brother. To the male Latisse, yeah. Yeah, Latisse, yeah. And I literally, I put down the controller and was just like, I don't think I can do this. When when the only option was just give the give the baby away, it's just, I don't think I can. Pretty do this. fucked up. It's it was it rivals it almost rivals the fucking Walking I, Dead, right? Well, yeah, because I, I I found myself towards the end of this game looking around for more options. Yeah, so did I. I was oh, so there myself, has to be another door. I have to be able to jump at the fucking window. Something. Something and has and, to be and, here. and you know the thing is like they they keep like the the theme of trying to towards the end is like yo. What's gonna happen is happening. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So they're just like, no, I, it's all, it's guess, all gonna happen. I guess that's why the past happens in black and white. Like that's stuff that has happened already. Like, and so you know that all that stuff is very much scripted. You have no way out of what's about to happen. No, none whatsoever. And that's really fucking depressing. Yeah. When you realize what you've done, like, and because going through this whole game. Like, I see Elizabeth, and I'm just... And, like, I, I figure, I'm like, okay, yeah, she's Anna DeWitt. I get it. Maybe she's my sister. I don't understand the whole fucking thing. I don't get the whole fucking thing yet. Yeah. But, like, I'm seeing her, I'm just like, she kind of looks like a little sister. I understand. Hey, she's the daughter, yeah. Or like, something. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is going to all connect into Bioshock at some point, and this is going to be, oh, yeah, this is this is all connected. And then it just, no. No, I didn't see... I thought they were... I did not think they were going to go for that... I thought she looked That's a lot like a little sister. I thought she looked insanely like a little sister. Oh, I didn't think of that. Um, really? I thought she looked like spot on. You're kind of right. Um, but, man, but oh, man, when you actually do go to Rapture, holy shit, you go to Rapture in this okay, game. Okay, so how much, all right, so what you at some point find out is that uh, uh, Elizabeth is able to pull tears, uh, which are actually other universes. Yeah, and, and it's sort. She calls it sort of a form of wish fulfillment, in that she can pull tears from universes that have things that she might want, or that things that she might need, or just like, or or um, and not not really personifications, but sort of personifications of uh of feelings that she might have towards someone, which comes out with her uh, mom. Her mom, where's yeah. the fucking one of the where you have to fight her her mom's spirit three times. And it's possibly the hardest boss fights in the game. Uh, because it's just like it's a boss that brings brings people back. Back. Yeah. And it's very it's kinda of difficult to hit. Because it's constantly oh, so. moving around and it's not a big it's not a big target and it takes like twenty four headshots with a sniper rifle to kill this fucking thing. Yeah, it's it's super annoying. It's a bitch. It's a bitch to kill, but but like going through all of it, 
Elizabeth is finally able to be like, okay, I understand that the portals aren't just portals to other dimensions. They are parts of my emotions because of these infinite realities and that all these things can be possible. And these are the ones that she wants to pull through. Absolutely. And, um, man, I mean, I don't even know where to go with the plot. I mean, we have to talk about at the end. All right. So you kill, um, Comstock. No one. Do you have to intervene at that point? I don't. I did. I did too. I hit that as soon as that that problem came up. Just, just I just hit it. Automatic. I waited a couple of seconds. I I waited a couple of seconds with every prompt that I got, which is why the first time I played through this, like I got stabbed in the hand. I was just like, nope, rewinding, not getting stabbed in the hand. And I started that whole fucking sequence over again. Just shot everybody. Uh, but um, that no, I I I intervened. And yeah, I'm me not, too. Yeah. So you end up killing yourself. <laughs> like time, but you time cop wise, so you, you should have you melted. Yeah, exactly. So you eventually figure out that there is a point in your life after you are you and Comstock are the same person. You were both at the Battle of Little Bighorn. You've both done terrible things in your lives. Yeah. But you have done them in different dimensions. And the thing that separates the two of you is that after you did all this terrible shit, you went to try and get forgiveness from a religious cult. Sort of. Right? It's pretty much a cult. Yeah. And, like, it was you either accept the baptism and become one of these people and then become the leader of this religious cult and become Comstock and take a new name, or you say, like you're about to get the baptism, you should just say, fuck it, I'm out of here, you guys are crazy, and you become Booker and you had DeWitt. Anna. Yeah. Yeah, and you, and you become Pinkerton and all You that are stuff. still Booker DeWitt, and you and you are a Pinkerton, you have Anna as a kid. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. Like, there's just that, that there is this dichotomy, right? And, and that it is this, it's not like the end of Infamous, where you're fighting yourself at the end, and it's and it's not like <laughs> no, it's not that cheesy. It's it's. I mean, again, like kind of similar to you know, you don't actually fight Andrew Ryan in Bioshock. No, like the way that they, you know, obviously, if you're gonna have a fight, you need someone like powered like you are. Yeah. Um. So I think they they dealt with those scenes. I think pretty well in this one by like having them be, you know, just kind of a cut an interactive cutscene. Right. Uh, and type then- thing. Like, there are some boss monster type enemies, but they just sort of become almost was, regular type enemies by the end yeah, of the game. Yeah, by the end. And Songbird, you expect to be a boss. Which is not a boss. Thank no, he, God. That probably would have sucked. That would have sucked. And I'm pretty sure that was probably going to be a boss at one point in this game. I'm sure one draft of this game. But, so, let me ask you a question. Yep. Within the first two hours, you go, you rescue Elizabeth, and then you fall... And then you fall into the water, and you see Songbird come into the water, and Songbird can't stay underwater very long, and you're just like, you can't fucking survive in Rapture. And you know that's where it's going to go. I didn't know back then. That's That was, like, the first thing I thought was just like, oh, man, I'm underwater. The fact that, like, when she's just like, all right, we're out of here, and you go to Rapture, I was like, oh, shit. And then when you finally, all right, oh, man. we. Have but to I like the fact this. that, like, you didn't even stay there. No, you didn't, because it's not important. Yeah. Because it just happens to be another universe. It's not tied to the Bioshock Infinite story. No, it's, it's just, just one a possibility. Story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like every lighthouse... At, oh man, we're going way too far into it first off. Yeah. So 
Okay, so you you go through where where did we leave off? Okay, you're fighting, I don't or know Elizabeth that. brings up her mom, uh, and then and you're you uh, have to raise her mom from the grave. You fight her mom a whole bunch of times, and then yeah, you have to fights annoying. Yeah, um, those fights are really annoying. Then you have to fight the boys of silence, which you should just sneak through if you can because, well, because those fights uh, are insanely you and, you and Elizabeth annoying. are are, um, are separated at this point, and oh yeah, you're um, right. this is actually like this, this whole section that was like, one of the first times my like. I was like, ah! She is getting tortured during this section. And and you fucking hear it. And this is the section where I'm just like, is this whole game about abuse? I I literally, I I thought that. I was just like, is this going to be about, like, a father-daughter, like, almost, not, I don't know, I want to say incest, but it's going to be an abuse thing. Because it seemed like she was screaming in such a way that I was really kind of, I was, I was just like, I need to get through these fucking sections because I have to save her. Yeah. No, well, I mean, you felt that way. I mean, I felt that way anyway because right. obviously built up a relationship with her already. Um, but, uh, yeah, so you're going through, like, she's, like, locked up in kind of a hospital, mental mental hospital type place. Right. Um, and you, uh, you end up, you know, she's been there longer. Like, there's a time gap. She's been there for, like, kind months. And you've, months, only, you've uh, only experienced... A few seconds. 15, yeah, exactly. So you're kind of figuring out what's happened in that time, um, and uh, at one point you're brought to kind of a modern day because you have a vision of New York burning with Elizabeth out, at the helm, burning New York. Yeah, and it turns out that a there is a version of Elizabeth that is loyal to Comstock, which is I believe it's the version that he's trying to seed at that point. Where it's just like, Booker's never going to come for you. He's dead. And you have to, like, and if you do not make it, that's what's going to happen. And so that, that um, Elizabeth is just like, even that Elizabeth is just like, please don't let this happen. Here's, here's a note. Give this to the other Elizabeth. Please don't let this happen. Yeah. And this is a powerful fucking thing to see. It totally was. That was, um, and I assume that that's an awesome and, and that, I believe that's 1983. I believe that's 1983 New York, and that's why everything is 1983, and that's why Return of the Jedi is there and all that other stuff. I think that's because that uh, I believe I was watching. There was a, a Penny Arcade from uh, PAX East. There was like a Penny Arcade roundtable that had just a whole bunch of stuff about uh, uh, spoilers about Bioshock Infinite, and they very ref- uh, very specifically referenced that as 1983 New York. Oh really? Oh okay. They directly to there. Yeah. I have to check that out. Yeah, no, definitely uh, watch it. It's like a forty-five minute video, and it's it's awesome. I watched uh, a lot of. I read a lot. Is that of is that on Penny Arcade? Yeah, it's on Penny Arcade. Yeah. Nice. I'll check that out. Um. Yeah, but that that like old Elizabeth coming and like being like you've got to stop this from happening. You have to stop awesome. this from happening. It's crazy that she it's knows crazy. how much wrong she has done, but she is still because of she thought it was right. Because, you know, she felt the emptiness from Booker or whatever, and she felt that from Comstock that this was how she had to fulfill her destiny. Yeah. And she was brainwashed just as much as, like, some of the other people. But she just happens to be infinitely powerful. Bioshock infinitely powerful. Bioshock infinitely powerful. So, uh, so after you save her from this machine, she is sort of lackadaisical for the most part because... I think she just knows what's going to happen next. Yeah. So you save her from the machine. Uh, you go into this final battle, which once, once once you like destroy all like the siphon things, 
I think she has like the power to see all the possibilities. Not she, she doesn't have the power to see all the possibilities until you have Songbird oh, destroy just, the statue at the very end. That's right. Okay. Um, which we're about to get to. So you you free her from the siphons, uh, and she starts to get her, and then she's just she's a different Elizabeth than what you've been playing through this whole time, where it's just like you have this giant spike in the back of your neck, kind of like Johnny Mnemonic. And she's just like, just rip it out. And then you just rip it, and she's like... Yeah. Yeah, it's it's sort of... And I was like cringing. gnarly. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Um, And so you're just kind of going into this last part of the game where it's... You have to keep your blimp alive. Yeah, it's a kind of a... It's a long sequence, and that if you fail at any like point, you have to restart the sequence. protection or whatever type mission, and it's like... The only what? protection mission in the entire game. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you have man. there's a power cell that has a, a a life bar, and there are waves and waves of enemies that keep coming to try and you know uh, destroy the power cell. And you have to destroy all of the enemies. Plus, uh, you have to use, you get to use Songbird to destroy some of the uh, floating blimps and uh, zeppelins, and which is cool because again, really cool. you think that Songbird is going to be a uh, and this, an enemy the whole game, and then and when you find out that like it's I don't remember when you get the CAGE thing. I think that it's that, Old Elizabeth. That's the note that you get from Old Elizabeth, and she figures it out. That's like, oh, it's not. Oh, it's, yeah. Cage is not a, a word. It's it's notes. Which um, fucking blew my mind. Can I be honest? That fucking blew my mind. And again, like, all this stuff is like, man, I want to watch this movie. Yeah. That's what exactly. I kept thinking when I was watching. Like, it. Like again, the story, the writing, everything was just so good. Um, like I had to, we were my roommate and I were watching something, and we were, and I was about to go into the like. Uh, I literally just had Songbird destroy everything. I was just like, we have to pause everything right now. Is that cool? <laughs> because I just need to turn up the volume on this and listen to this for the next half an hour. And oh, he yeah. was just, in, and he having not really watched any of Bioshock, maybe just like an hour or so, was just as engaged as I was watching this ending. I mean, it was. It's an awesome ending. So yeah, so you're you're watching. Uh, you see Songbird destroy after this fight, which is just a bitch of a fight because if you lose during it, you have to restart the whole fucking fight, um, which is really annoying. But I found and and so this is kind of something that I want to talk to you about uh, is yeah, yeah. your use of vigors throughout the game. Is that I didn't I wasn't a huge user of vigors throughout the game until I really found the use in uh, the murder of crows. Yeah, I think that um. And that's when I just started using Murder of Crows at every fucking possibility. And that was one that's like similar to the bees in um, regular Bioshock. It's like a you, it's one where you just release crows from your hand and they just distract and, and damage. But the uh, mo- even more than so than that is that you upgrade it. And then they leave a trap. Yeah, for, they for leave the a trap. They it's fucking great. It's so good. Uh, but that and the Bucking Broncos, which was just sort of a force push. I see. I didn't even use that one that much. Um, I, it just like, pushed these guys up into the air. So I, it took me three times to get through this final battle, and I remember after the second battle, after the second time I lost, I text messaged Colm, and I was just like, "This final battle of Bioshock Infinite is making me hate Bioshock Infinite because this, it was unlike anything that had happened in the game beforehand. There was yeah. never a time where you had to protect something like this. And and also the, the, they were. For a game that like really holds your hand and like explains things really well, um, for the most part, I think that like there were times I think the arrow didn't really work well. Yeah, no, there were right. times the arrow just sent me in a loop, 
And I'm yeah. like, all right. It was funny because sometimes you would like look at the arrow and it would literally just do the pattern that Elizabeth just did. So if she just happened to jump in the air, you would see the arrow jump in the air and then go right back down onto the steps. Yeah. It, it was fucking weird. Yeah. That wasn't always working great. Um, but uh, in terms of, of the uh, – wait, what was I saying? We're talking about vigors? We're talking about vigors, yeah. Uh, the, kind of the use of vigors. Me, I, I found a lot of use in uh, the Murder of Crows after I upgraded that. Murder of Crows, I like the, the shock jockey, the electricity. I needed uh, to I like use that more. I like started the, the, on my second playthrough, my second and third playthroughs that I'm going through right now, I uh, shock jockey is sort of main component. Uh, and and the, um, the, what's it called? The uh, possession? That's possession, yeah, that's it. I like possession uh, a lot. I, I like possession. I mean,. I think on my first playthrough, I didn't understand how easy it was to destroy turrets. It's super easy. Yeah. It's super easy, and I never understood that until my second playthrough. I was just like, oh, if I make it vulnerable and then shoot it twice, it's done. I didn't get that for a very long time. Uh, so all I would do is just possess everything. And then, and I still never got that achievement for having something you possessed, shoot, uh, kill somebody. Uh, which is Like really 20 possessed things? Which yeah. I swear I did. I know. No, it was, I feel like the, the achievement counting in this is a little weird. It was a little bit weird. Uh, I saw on like some. Forums I didn't get a that, lot of the gun ones. I didn't get a lot of those. I missed two. You got one that I didn't. You got the hand cannon, which I didn't. And oh, the hand cannon was like everywhere for me. I had it everywhere, but I was I was working on other guns at the time, so I never. I think I had like twenty kills with the hand cannon, and I just never got the last five. I uh, will say that the uh, the unlocking. I was. I had twenty nine. I had so many lock picks at the end. No, I had 29 locks picked, and I couldn't find a final lock. And I was just like, oh, shit. I'm going to have to end this game without getting this final lock. Oh, and the, the last was... thing you do is, is is fucking use a lock pick. I was oh, like, got yes, it? I got it. It was great. So those achievements don't carry on to other playthroughs, do they? I think they do, because I got, um, I got hazard pay, which was an achievement for... Uh, killing people, or, wow, killing people, but, you know, like, uh, killing enemies with, with, um, with the, uh, environmental stuff. That's right, yeah, yeah, And I got I, that within, like, ten minutes of the second, my second playthrough on hard, so yeah, I'm pretty sure Yeah, because I, I've got nine out of ten for that. I think you should just go through, I mean, the one thing that definitely does not carry over is that if you've already seen a voxophone or a telescope or a kinescope, is that that will not count again. You'll never get that to count again. Oh, uh, but I, I don't, I think you actually might have to do those two achievements, getting every kinesc- uh, telescope and kinetoscope and getting every box phone. I think you have to do those in one playthrough, hmm. but I'm pretty sure you can get some of the other kills and stuff like that. Okay. Cause yeah, I, I, again, I, I missed like probably five or so of the, uh, the Nickelodeon or whatever type things. I missed a lot of them. I missed about, like 10, but on I my second like, playthrough, yeah. I'm, I'm missing, I still have a lot to go through and I'm only missing like. 12 or something, so I'm hoping I can still hit all of them. Voxophones, though, is way too many. There's 80. 80. So, hold on. So, let's get through... Let's get back into the story. Alright. What else is there to say about the story? Well, we have to talk about the ending. Yeah. So... uh, We've talked about the ending... But we haven't talked about a lot of the end. So, you go through this whole thing, you eventually find out that the the girl that... That in the past, what you were doing was that you were giving away your daughter... In the past, I mean, because Booker DeWitt is Southern, so in the past you had given away your daughter to square away this gambling debt, and this this daughter ends up being Elizabeth. In a couple of rea- in one reality, you stopped it before it happened, and you were able to save Anna, uh, and she was still yeah. Anna. 
Uh, but there are a whole bunch of realities where you never saved her. Um, and that you, and that when trying to save her at this point, as the Latisse brother had tried to make you do, um, you, you may have died on the way there. And, you know, Elizabeth took rain or pretty much even if you didn't go, Elizabeth would take rain. Um, and it's kind of at the very end, you think you're about to go and kill Comstock as a child. You have to go and kill Comstock where he was born because that is the only way to stop this insanity from happening. But it turns out where he was born was the baptism. baptism where he was born again. Which is done by the same person who baptizes you at the very beginning of the game. Yeah. Who is all, who is blind and then just holds you underwater and drowns you for the most part. So I'm, st- again, still trying to figure that out. I'm trying to figure out if you're just killed in the very beginning I of the game. I think that it unlocks the secret of why all these rich pe- dead people have hot dogs in their pockets. Oh, so many people have hot dogs in their pockets. It's ridiculous. Everyone's just carrying around a hot dog in their pocket. It's because hot dogs are currency. <laughs> um, well, they are. So you've got... Hot dogs. You've got hot dogs in pockets. Um, no. So, yeah, uh, you're faced at the end that the only way to stop all of the realities is to kill Comstock where he's born. You think that is at his crib, but it actually turns out that it's at the point where you were baptized because you are Comstock, uh, which if yeah. you hadn't figured out by that point. As we've mentioned many times. Many uh, times. Um, yeah, I, I mean, what else can we say about the well, story? I mean, we've kind of... Well, hold on, because at the very... Because it's it's you... Faced with Elizabeth's from every other reality, or for not from every other reality, but from a whole bunch of different realities. And they're just like, yeah. Who are just like, the only way to do this is to drown you. And even, we didn't even talk about you going to Rapture. No, we did mention it. We mentioned it, but we didn't really talk about just Elizabeth bringing you to Rapture, and that's where Songbird dies. And oh, maybe yeah, that right. is where Andrew Ryan gets the technology from, because oh. Songbird is there. Well, maybe one Andrew Ryan. Maybe one Andrew Ryan. Maybe Boom. It is possible that you are an Andrew Ryan because at that baptism, you took the name of uh, of Comstock. That's because yeah. they asked you, what is your new name? What does you want your name to be? Yeah. yeah. And it's it's like, Comstock at that is when you well, get at reborn. one point, doesn't someone just come and go like, he's Zachary Comstock? Yeah. And he goes, nah, I'm Booker DeWitt. I'm bold. Or no, he's Booker DeWitt. And then he goes, I'm bold, bitches. But there's an even a weirder point. It's sort of near the beginning of the game after you get Anna is you're about to go through some turnstiles and there's just a woman there who just looks at Elizabeth and goes, Annabelle? And and Elizabeth's just like, no, my name is Elizabeth. She's like, oh, that's a pretty name, but I thought you were Anna. And because Oh, Anna, I don't remember that at all. You remember, no, that was a, that's a really weird moment in the beginning of the game that I still don't understand how it makes sense in the whole thing. Uh, I you know, people the, keep seeing stuff bleed over. Yeah. I mean, that that's, that's, that's a big thing in it. It's like people that die in one dimension in the next are like freaking out and having nosebleeds and like twitching and everything like that and like and have memories from both. It's kind of end up being like the uh, the last few seasons of Lost. Yeah, sort of. In a weird way. So, um, so okay, you're drowned at the end and you see all of the other Elizabeths sort of blink away it's, it's, into existence except for the very final one, which is yours. Mm-hmm. And then it's sort of you hear this last ding and the whole thing cuts to black before you know if Elizabeth is gone. Sort of like the end of Inception. What do you think? Do you think she's gone? Do you yeah, think, think everything lives on? I think everything's done. You think everything's done? So after the credits, 
Yeah. You're back at sort of this place that you've been through throughout it's, the it's game. It's your Booker DeWitt investigations thing. It's like, it's when you die, you go to this room. And even even not when you die, just like random story points throughout the mission. Yeah, too. Yeah. Show, just like have you end up there. And, and you're there, and to your right is this door. You're hearing this baby music, and you just keep saying, Anna, Anna. And you open the door, and you go to the crib, and it cuts to black before you can see anything. So you don't know. So, all right, before getting into, like, before, like immediately after uh, everything was done, I was just like, okay, I get everything about this whole fucking game. I'm Andrew Ryan. I'm Comstock. I'm fucking everybody. I'm every video game villain of all time. I'm Bowser. I, I'm oh, Dr. God, that, that, that'd be weird. Like, that's where Bowser. I thought this sort of was, but I don't think that's exactly where it was. Um, no, I don't think so. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Ken, well, no, Ken I mean, Levine. it's kind of similar. Ken I Levine mean, retconning history. Exactly. Everyone is Booker DeWitt. Everyone's Booker DeWitt. It's like Spartacus. They're like, I'm I am Booker, Booker DeWitt. DeWitt. Uh, no, I mean, it's you know, he's kind of doing a, a similar thing. Like, you know, the original Bioshock, uh, it kind of challenged the way you think of like player did I, choice. And did we make like clear that. how the how Bioshock Infinite ends? You are drowned by your by multiple copies of your daughter. No, to yeah. stop all of this from happening, possibly to possibly stop all of this from happening. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just want to make sure that we just just really signify that you were drowned by a couple of copies of your daughter. That's like four <laughs> or five, right? It's like seven. Just like uh, yeah, holding no, you it's, underwater. It's pretty, awesome. it's pretty awesome. No, but like the original Bioshock, like challenge the way you think of like player choice and all this stuff. Yeah. Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, definitely. By like having like the would you like like having that kind of that that twist, um, because it's just like why do you follow this narrator throughout games, and then they're just like, hey, what if this narrator you're following without throughout games is kind of an asshole, and you've been well, like, doing what the if, bidding of a madman the whole time, or like what if there isn't actually choice, it's just that illusion, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think maybe even with this, it's like there is no other possibilities. That's just an illusion. There is oh, there is okay. one. Okay. But it seems like I mean it seems like there are, or like regardless of like the small choices you make along the way, in this it all ends up in the same place. I don't think it's everything ends up in the same place. I just think that there are some realities that you're trying to save, and I think that it's these very it's, specific but, realities at the end of the Elizabeth that you see. But bird or cage, bandage or not, right? You still end up getting drowned by yes. a bunch of your. You are a thousand percent right. Yeah, but I think that so I think it's. Me- I think that they, like there, they talk about realities where Booker DeWitt didn't make it, and they talk about realities where he did make it, and I think that all these Elizabeths are from the reality where where Booker DeWitt's child Anna was stolen, and these yeah. are all the ones where uh, he tries, and that by the end of this, when he is drowned. That sort of ends the Booker DeWitt saga, except for the yeah, fact that they have this goddamn exactly. scene after the fucking credits, where I'm just like, shit. Yeah, and I guess that, that's just another, maybe just another possibility. Just another possibility. I don't know because I don't, I don't hear her crying. People are taking that. People are just like, well, that's the happy ending. I don't think that's the happy ending. I don't. I don't, I don't think there is a happy ending. I don't think there is a happy ending. I don't think there is an no, ending. There's just. A, I, I mean, they even said that there are a million. I mean, they're infinite. Says, yeah, it's exactly. It's infinite. There's a million uh, things, and but then again, with that ending or whatever that's there, who's to say that that baby doesn't get taken? Like, in in the whole cycle doesn't start again. 
But I mean, yeah, that, that's very true. Yeah, no, totally, totally. But, but there were also realities which they dictated to you where Booker DeWitt stopped it from happening and was able to actually save Elizabeth. There were some realities where he was just like, no, he stopped everything from happening and was able to take Elizabeth before she was actually able to go through this wormhole. The clothes on her finger that apparently gave her powers, even more powers, and that uh, well, I mean, Lady yeah. Comstock thought was a bastard child, but was really just a child, through a time portal. Of course. I mean, because as all bastard childs are. As many kids are. As many kids through. are. As I was, as you were, as oh, yeah. many will be from now on. I mean, every time a girl comes up to me and with a paternity suit, I'm like, what dimension is this from? <laughs> that was good. You know, there's that, there's that, that new Maury really segment where he's just like, you are not the interdimensional the father child. of this child. Woo! And he just starts doing the Raj. Oh, he's just dancing around. <laughs> All right, Alex, are you ready to, to call this? this? Yeah, I am. Uh, but this game is fucking amazing. This game's um, great. I mean, if you've listened to it this far, I hope you've actually played through the game. And it's been so much rambling, and I've, yeah, I know it hasn't been very much explanation, but I think that that's just kind of like the way that, especially just finishing this game earlier today. You did. You just finished this, like, possibly an hour ago. Uh, yeah, I mean, what, two hours, well, a little more than that. Um, yeah. Like, two and a half hours ago. Whatever, we've been doing um, this for a while. I know, it's been a, it's been a long time. Uh, no, but I think I think that, like, it's the kind of game that, like, very few games invite you to, like, talk about them. Um, this does. And, like, exactly. And, like, you know, maybe you could argue, like, Braid and the original Bioshock and stuff like that. Like, there are a few games that you can actually, like, kind of debate yeah. stuff about. And I think it's awesome that, like, another one was made when, like, okay, you can actually have a, a moderately intellectual conversation about. And I think that's a very important thing for games. Because... Totally. It's too many times that, that like, if you see, like, the, the medium of movies where there are very intellectual movies that will t- be taken very seriously, and there are very intellectual TV shows that can be very taken taken very seriously, but games are always kitty, And I think it's, like, it's important for a game like this, for, like, a game like Shadow of the Colossus, like you were saying before. Um, these are games that are fucking – that are deep. Oh, totally. And- that, that, that break out of this whole fucking, oh, no, games are only kitty thing. Yeah. And it's important to to really celebrate games like this. And I think it's cool that, like, you know, like this an, game... Like an Uncharted is is definitely a game for older people, but I would not consider it really a mature game as Bioshock Infinite is. No, it's, I mean, there's not really much deep to exactly. Uncharted. I mean, it's like an Indiana... It's, it's, it's like Indiana, Indiana Jones. It just has a lot of cursing yeah. in it. So, like, of course it has to be there for, like, 17 years and older. Yeah. But this is a game that's just like, well... Like if I was young, watching uh, playing this game, I would probably think it was either I would either be like this is bullshit, or I would be like this is the greatest thing of all time. Yeah, and I think that like maybe you know the first again like the first Bioshock like the I, I think that the uh, the environments like, that was used for a much different purpose. Right, like it was used a lot for like uh, you know building the atmosphere in terms of like making you feel like nervous, like kind of like building like a mm-hmm. pseudo horror feeling to it while kind of having these, like, ideals on, like, the back. Totally. Um, that, again, kind of maybe, you know, one could argue kind of fall apart towards the end. Well. Um, but I think this one, instead of it kind of, like, trades in, you know, trying to do, like, the horror-type thing with it, we're just kind of sticking to the story, and I think it's better for that. I think probably, by the end of the day, I probably do like this better than the original Bioshock. No, I think you're totally right. I think that uh, looking back on this 
like the only the things that really pissed me off about this game were the siren fights, the the boys of silence, and the very final fight of this game, which I was just yeah. like, this has got a kill zone two syndrome. But and there were times when like you would get revived, and there would be a guy right next to you, which is for, oh my god. The best, like the handyman, like I, I get revived from a handyman, and there'd be the handyman still right there, just hitting me, and I'm, I've got no, sh- like already got. So like, there were times I'd get frustrated with that stuff. My favorite thing in the world, which freaked me the fuck out, and I don't know if this was meant to be in the game or whatever, but like uh, the section where you're actually uh, sneaking through, or however you need to do with the children of silence. Child of Silence. The boys of Silence, or whatever. The Boys of Silence. When boys you fi- of Summer. You get boys of Summer. Indian Summer. When you finally get to the like the control panel. Oh, yeah, and you turn around, and there's one right there, and you go, Yes! Ah, it freaked yeah, me the fuck out! Fun. I screamed! I was in my apartment by myself, and I screamed out loud! Uh-oh. Everyone was also watching Archer while I was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's That scared the shit out of me. That, that legitimately scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, Which is... In a game that's really not survival horror, not at all. Like, I mean, again, like, yeah, like, I guess maybe playing 1999 mode and like scrounging maybe makes it like more desperate, but it's still not horror in any yeah, way. That scared the shit out of me. It was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, this is a great game, and everyone needs to play this game. Absolutely. This is, yeah, I, I don't even know what else to say. Like, uh, this game might, this game is like, oh, we never, we didn't talk about it when you. Uh, so there's a point where it's like you and Elizabeth and you're walking into a thing that sort of looks casino, but it's like, I got all these, uh, it's not doofus and dimwit, but it's something like that. Oh yeah. I think it is doofus and dimwit. Is it doofus and dimwit? And Elizabeth says, Oh wow. This is the new one. I heard this got delayed three times before this came out. And it's, and you're just like, you just want to get, you just want to be like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll slow cap. I'll slow clap with that. That was yeah. very nice. That was very nice. Thank you guys for at least pointing fun at yourselves for pointing fun at everything. Like this, this uh, is yeah, this is a commentary fun. on games. This is a commentary on a lot of things, and it's really cool. You know, and it's not heavy handed. And they made that joke when you're in Rapture, and they're like, oh, "Yes, yeah, under did. the sea," and you kind of have to make that joke almost. That was funny. Yeah, like a thing under the sea. That's impossible. <laughs> that's stupid. That's yeah. That was funny. And then, but you actually. With the second that you find yourself in Rapture, it doesn't matter why you're in Rapture, but the fact that you're there is just sort of an orgasm, or a nerdgasm, whatever you want to consider it. Because you're just like, holy shit, nothing else matters, because I am under the sea and I'm in Rapture. The second I went under the sea and I saw the Songbird die, I was just like, okay, I know where I know where this is going to end. I know what's going to happen, and when I saw him die, I was just like, alright, I'm probably in Rapture right now. And then I was in yeah. Rapture. And then you get to see, you get like a little glimpse of a big daddy and a little sister. Wait, you do? Yeah, it's in the, uh, like you're looking out across the way into another um, tube, and you can see oh. like a little sister and a big daddy. The big, I don't know if the big daddy's actually alive, because I remember it just being sort of completely decimated. And it's just see, sort of but, lying there. I don't know, it seemed like completely fucked up. No, it didn't. Uh, so I'm not sure. So what the, time? I, yeah, exactly. I'm not sure what time period that actually happened. Because I think Rapture goes down at like New Year's in like the 60s. 59 or New Year's party, the masquerade ball of 1959. That's why all the are all dressed up, right? That's why. That's why fucking uh, eyes wide shut happens. Yeah. Oh my God! Confirmed. Confirmed. We saw a lot. We saw a lot of splicers at uh, at PAX. Yeah, we did. It was weird. We also saw a lot of Elizabeths. That's true. 
It was weird. The Bioshock uh, cosplay crowd was kind of weird. Um, you know, it's kind of funny because I kept thinking that they changed the look of Elizabeth because of all those different Elizabeths. Turns out they didn't. Mm-mm. They're just different Elizabeths. Yeah, which is kind of funny. Kind of cool. Uh, but I did not. I'm pissed. The one thing I'm pissed about is I did not get the Lincoln head thing. It was the Lincoln head thing. Remember in the old demo, it like didn't exist. It was like when she like when you're like in the gift shop and she like pulls out a Lincoln like a uh, a big Lincoln head. Oh, four like, seven years ago. Uh, and just kind of like joshing around. Nice. No, yeah, no, I don't think I got that. that well, no, it doesn't happen. I don't think it happens. In the oh, it doesn't game. actually happen. There is a lot of stuff that just doesn't happen from uh, well, earlier they, demos. They have gone through a lot of different. Versions. It's weird how many iterations they've gone through. How they've like justified sort of the um. The, the skyline time. stuff, like because at first you just sort of had this thing on your wrist, like in the yeah. very original demo. But now it's just like, no, you kill someone at the beginning. You take this melee tool off of them, and then you can fucking do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, and that's cool. It's it's all pretty good. It's an amazing game. You have to play it. Yeah, I think I think everybody should play it. I think this might be. You know what? We're going to be talking about this game for the next couple of months. Uh, I'm going to finish this game for a second and possibly a third time very shortly. Uh, I think. Yeah, I think we're going to be talking about this for a while, and I love this game. Me too. Yeah, I, I I've put way too much money into this game and hours of this you, game. You know what? At least you're getting your money's worth. You're playing it a bunch of times. You know what? Hey, tell me where else you can get your money's worth. Uh, on shortwavegaming.com. <laughs> and and on Twitter at, at shortwavegaming. And on Twitch TV at twitch.tv slash shortwavegaming. And you can email us at griefpodcast at gmail.com. And rate us on iTunes. That yeah, gets the best deal. Because you know what? We spoiled Bioshock for you because now you don't have to play it. Or did we? I mean, I don't know. I don't man. actually know because you know what? In another universe, this is a totally different game. In another universe, this podcast was coherent. Nope. Nope. I don't That's think not, I... Nope. Definitely not. <laughs> nope, definitely I'm, not. All right. Thank I'm you very much gonna, for being I'm here with me. I'm going to drown myself. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being here with me this week, Alex. Thanks. Thank you guys all for listening, and we will see you next week on the Grief Podcast. Yeah, good night.